We were warriors. We went four rounds. Keep them chasing the cat's tail. We talk about how well we travel, and it's amazing all over the country when we go to certain spots. But today it felt you could really, I mean, it was impactful. Uh, these guys love each other, and when you love each other, man, you play hard for each other. All you see is just orange. <laughs> bit of love now that the Bears have a two-game winning streak going into Green Bay Packers week. Coming up on a red-hot syrup dogs, we're going to talk all about the Bears' big win in Vegas, JF1's first real start since Nagy announced him as the full-time starter forever and ever. Aw, man. Plus much, much more. Oh my god, it's Packers Week. Oh my god, the Bears are amazing. Zerp Dogs, thanks for listening. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero Dogs. Dogs! Oh my god, the Bears are back. Two games in a row. John Gruden just resigned. That takes some power. Is this breaking news to you, Dan? I yeah, just saw it on Twitter. Did. I saw oh, yeah. I saw he's in a bunch of trouble again. He resigned, huh? He just resigned Whoa. moments ago. We have breaking news on Zero Doinks. Probably not by the time you listen to this, loyal Zero Doinks listeners, but that's how powerful JF1 is. I love you, Dan. How you doing, buddy? I'm amazing. Wow, that is breaking news. I, I had no idea. I mean, it definitely seemed like it was trending that way. Fuck that guy. He's the worst. You heard it here many times. Fuck John Gruden. But JF1, ruining careers. Helping 
to get people out of their jobs. Good job, JF1. First Andy Dalton, now John yep. Gruden. <laughs> yep. Who's next? That's what I want to know. Who's I'd next? say Osama guess... bin Laden, but he's dead. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, dude. Uh, yeah, and also Matt Nagy is a play caller. Also killed him. We should just have a running list of who JF1's murdering. He's coming after defensive coordinators next. I smell a new segment, but not before the return of an existing segment. Coming up next, the return of Justin Fields is gold. Dan, are you ready, baby? I'm ready. John Gruden, eat my ass. (laughs) See you next segment. This is Ryan All of the Bears. Speaking as an Oregon State alum, if you are afraid of beavers, you shouldn't be. Beavers are cute. Do better for your zero doings listeners. All right? And go Bears. (laughs) <laughs> 13 and 4 Super Bowl City Justin Fields is the man Do we have a real one? Do we have a real number one? To making the decision to move with Justin as a starter Let him grow This is Justin's time Justin Fields What's your comp for Justin Skyler Fields? Like who does he remind you of? Oh, wow. Good question. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ is the first person that comes to mind. I was just home, yeah, with, with my dog, Uno, watching film last night. Let him grow. This is Justin's time. Let him grow. Every time I pass, like, a homeless person and I have, you know, cash in my uh, car, I, I, I always give it to him. Please, Jesus, thank you for Justin Fields. Our Lord and Savior is possibly here. He is risen. He's here. He's Jesus Christ. He's Jesus Christ in... Uh, in football form. Drafting so. Justin Fields is gold. Justin, you stirred up some controversy when you got into it with some Alabama fans after the game and said, I'm going to the NFL. Y'all have fun marrying your cousins. Oh, the return of Justin Fields is gold. We promised you, ladies and gentlemen, when Justin Fields truly got the starting job for the first time as a human being, We've returned this segment. I'm very happy to say it has happened, Dan. That was weird. That happened after we recorded on last Monday night, I believe. You know, it went from, hi, I'm Matt Nagy, and if Andy Dalton's healthy, he's going to be the number one. All of a sudden, Wednesday morning, nope, nope, total change. What What do you think happened there with Mr. Matt Nagy? Someone in the building told him that he needed to knock it off. I assume it had to be Pace. David Kaplan this morning was claiming he made a few phone calls and he heard that George McCaskey went to pace and said, straighten things out here, which I, Kaplan, I think he's talking out of his ass a little bit, but that's a very believable story because Nagy flipping the script there was a total surprise, but I think people were, you know, his approval rating went up like 1% after that. So he did the right thing. He did. You know, I, I'm glad he finally got there because I felt a sense of relief, actually. I was surprised yeah. how I felt. Like it's, Same. It's, it's always been the expectation that this would happen, but obviously a big part of me, and I'm sure Bears Nation, oh, God, Bears International, we should say, uh, were nervous that Matt Nagy would find a way to, to fuck this up, and thank God he didn't. It was almost a little bit of that feeling, not – Definitely not the same when we drafted him. It's like, okay, let's go. Now we're ready to roll. Now we can get that jackass out of the way. We got our quarterback. It, I felt a little bit of that back, a little bit a little bit of the light. So good on you, Matt Nagy. 
maybe you saved your job for at least another two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> you should still be gone, but, you know, you did the right thing. Has he made it past your uh, your prediction with the schedule? I can't remember. No, no it was yet. Was it during the bye? I feel like it was around the Ravens game is when I had him getting fired. Maybe just before. Is that the bye week? He's definitely going to make it. Like, if you gun to my head, he's McCaskies aren't firing anybody. But when he, he should have been fired already. I mean, like I said two weeks ago, uh, you chuckled at me when I made that prediction. And Bears fans, sports radio, had him fired on the spot. So I wasn't too far off. This is true. This is very true. But he hath survived there, Matt Nagy, and he's kind of getting out of the way, which is fantastic. We'll get to him in the next segment. This is all about JF1. So what do you think of his performance? If you looked at a stat sheet, you'd be less than fully impressed. But what did Dan Doink's eyes tell you after watching him on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, it was underwhelming, uh, like you just said, on the stat sheet. I think in com- we're always going to compare him with the other rookie quarterbacks of this class. And this he the, the main thing he's not doing, he's not killing us. He's not necessarily carrying the offense like we know he can and will, but he's not throwing like terrible interceptions. He's not fumbling constantly. He's not killing us. The, the thing that sticks out to me mostly – his timing just seems off. Even the way he was trying to, when he got hit in the back, his spin move, you know, he's he's always going to catch shit for saying the game isn't moving that fast or whatever the quote was. I don't think that's true. I think it is moving a bit fast for him. And even the one where he hurt, he hyperextended his knee, did that weird pump fake instead of just reacting and going. His timing just seems a little off. Same when he's taking a snap in the shotgun. He just seems a little slow, I'd say. I don't know. There, I, I can't really put my finger on it, but he just seems – he just he's a bit uncomfortable still. And it's uh, – that'll get better. It's a, those rookie moves. But in terms of being a rookie quarterback, he's definitely not killing us right now. How about you, Bill? No, I, I feel similarly. Yeah, he he looks a little off, and he he's looked way different on the road versus at home, although, I mean – if this is if you want to judge him road game versus road game huge progress obviously right. right he like you said he's not killing yet there's no turnovers i'm not sure he actually took a sack i know he got hit a bunch of times but i can't recall if he actually two he might sacks have that, okay yeah I, okay. I, I i wrote it down here yeah 111 yards one touchdown he was sacked twice so but yeah nothing idiot. terrible no yeah you're a fucking idiot are we counting that as a road game by the way that was very loud in, in the Bears' oh, favor. I think awesome. they were on the radio. They were saying maybe 50-50, 60-40 Bears fans. So good job, Bears fans, for showing up. Marcel, I was worried about Marcel. <laughs> I thought I thought he was dead. He sent us a picture of him getting on the flight, and then he went silent on us. So I, I'm glad he's – did he make it home? Do we have confirmation, or is he still there? I don't think we have confirmation on Marcel from Minneapolis, one of our lovely fans and eggs. That's a great call. He better have made it home. I hope he performed live in uh, – where, where do you think he would be most likely to perform on the strip? What do you think? All of his red hot, red hot music. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Sands. Is that still there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't believe so. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there in years, Marcel. I have no idea. 
It's fine. No big deal. You mentioned JF1's uh, hyperextended knee. That um, that was one of the more frightening moments as a Chicago sports fan that I've experienced in a long time. When that happened, it looked awful. Uh I almost passed out. I feel like I did watching it in my family room thinking, oh, my God, we have to watch Andy Dalton the rest of this year, and there's no other option outside of Nick Foles. He went to the blue tent. He was back in two plays. Two plays. Yeah. Is is Justin Fields Gumby? That's my question to you. <laughs> He's in the uh, David Montgomery field of taking terrible hits, doing weird stuff with your limbs, and coming right back. No, I, I almost vomited myself seeing the replay. I guess I, I didn't see it in real time. I thought, eh, that looked weird, but nothing. But when you watch the replay in slow motion, it looked horrible, horrible. Uh, but that did remind me, Andy Dalton came in and threw one pass for eight yards. Someone posted on Twitter the stat cast, or what's the what's the, the graphic, <laughs> the image that everyone uses where it's the, the dots on the field? Did you see the yeah. Andy Dalton one? No. Uh-uh. And, someone's, <laughs> and someone said... This is beautiful. Hang it in the Louvre, or what do you call that? The, the museum. Yeah, that's it. This belongs that's in a museum. And someone quote tweeted it and said, with all seriousness, I believe, at least I heard in my head, they said, that won us the game. <laughs> <laughs> won us the game? <laughs> what is the game? What are you talking about? I don't know. But it, it killed me. But I mean, d- kudos to Dalton, by the way. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. approval rating going up. That dude yeah. is just a pro all around, just taking this shit like a man and just fully supporting fields. I mean, I'd, I'd give him an extension right now. Just give him a five-year extension for $100,000. <laughs> yeah. Let's make some of that $9 million back or $10 million, whatever <laughs> the fuck we're paying him this year. I'm with it. No, it, awesome backup quarterback. That's like your perfect, most ideal. The dude that was ready to come off the bench like that without even thinking – Got a first down at a at a good time, and and you're right. He's he's not being a bitch about it. At least as far as we know, he's uh, he's supporting JF1. That's about all you can ask. Although, I mean, what else is he gonna do? I I kind of I I poked fun at Phil from Indiana a little bit on our uh, on our feed. Like, what do you think he's like gonna have a coup and like try to take over the starting job? But at the same time, it could be worse. He's done nothing but win Bears fans back after he was kind of a dick in the preseason. So I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, he could be a prickly bitch like uh, Foles was, just sort of under-the-radar digs at the coaching staff. And he, he could be he could be a dick about it, and he's not doing that. So he's making $10 million bucks. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing what he should. That one, <laughs> I don't know why that stuck out to me. That one is the game. His one, one pass for <laughs> one eight yards. One is the game. I love it. I want to meet whoever tweeted that. That's fantastic. I gotta find Absolutely. it. I'll go out. Yeah, you I'll do. go out and find Please. it for you. Yep, that was. Let's great. give credit to that guy. That is awesome. But no, it. Good news is Tess came back on the hyperextended knee. JF one is fine. That's as of today from some feed. Tom Pelissaro, whoever the fuck that guy <laughs> is from NFL.com. That guy, he looks a little too clean. The Tom Pelissaro. I've <laughs> I have a problem with I have a problem with his uh, avatar. Um, but let's talk about a couple things that stand out to me with JF1. We talked about no turnovers. That's fantastic. Uh, his touchdown pass to Jesper Horset. Was that the same? No, it was not the same drive as the as the knee. I think it was before, but he pretty much got like his lungs knocked out of him prior yeah. to that touchdown pass, right? And he, yep. it was awesome. He threw it 
where only Horstead could be. What was okay? I'm glad that Horstead caught the ball. What the fuck was Jesper Horstead doing on the field to catch that ball? What is going on? This I is amazing. Know. This is absolutely incredible. I love it. There's so many tight ends, and I'm exhausted. I'm fully convinced that Horstead was the only tight end on our team that could have made that catch, too. That's how low I am right now on our tight ends. That was a beautiful ball right to his back shoulder away from the defender. It was a great pass. And Jasper, Jasper, Jasper Horstead. That guy's great. He should be in the Hall I, of Fame. He's he should awesome. be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. I, I like his hair. He seems like he's a giant out there. I don't even think he's tall, is he? I don't know. He just. He seems huge, but yeah. he, he couldn't have been the first option. That was definitely like a three tight end set, and <laughs> kudos to him. That was that was a beautiful ball, and that little a cocky little yep. move at the end was, yep. was awesome. So there's yeah. definitely a lot to build off of. I was real excited because I got roped into a boost on FanDuel for Fields will throw one touchdown uh, in each half. So when he hit that first first half one there, I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. And, of course, he didn't have any others. So um, you owe me one JF1. He does. He'll get yeah. you back. Don't worry. Yeah, he will I absolutely get you back. Um, that was a great throw. Not my favorite throw, though, and probably not uh, Bears fans' favorite throw. That after the Raiders cut it to five and it's you know fourth quarter bears uh, around their own 27 it's third and 12 and he throws an unbelievably clutch throw to Darnell Mooney for 13 yards first down keeps the bears out of trouble they control the ball set up Cairo Santos with one of two fourth quarter field goals uh that was arousing I don't know how that you was feel huge. About it. Yeah, uh, absolutely arousing. I agree. That was a beautiful pass. A little low, I guess, but it was right, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, I initially I thought he dropped it, and I was gonna put my fist yeah. through a wall. But yeah. it, it was a, it was a beautiful. I mean, it was a perfect pass to, right in the middle of coverage. The Raiders too. They all stood at the uh, the marker there, and he found the yep. only spot, the only hole, uh, and that Ooh. entire line. Oh, blah, 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 blah. so. Mooney, seems- <laughs> it's too early in the show for that i'll never fight it though that's awesome thank you uh yeah what do i what else i, I didn't got nothing after that that's it jf one he's fantastic one. yeah uh heading and we'll we'll review the rest of the game in the next segment but just a little a uh, little teaser here He's ready for Bears-Packers week. He was talking all sorts of shit with John Filippo or whatever, right, about his former uh, center that got drafted by the Packers. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, they, they drafted they drafted him. The wrong team drafted wrong him. Team. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be great. I feel like this is a guy that is going to feed the inner meatball of all of us with rivalry week. We're ready for it. I mean, as we get into it, we, we need – our Lord and Savior to show up for Packers week. So I think we talk a little bit more Raiders and then we get into the meat and potatoes, meat and cheese and potatoes. What? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's always cheese involved with potatoes in my world anyway. Well, this has been the return of Justin Fields' gold, our new quarterback extraordinaire for the rest of time. I think so. At least Mm -hmm. through the end of this podcast, because – I mean, he's going to play till he's 
86, and we will be maybe dead? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We won't be around for that, but we'll be looking down. (laughs) We will. We will. I'll be publishing from the clouds. It's going to be so hot. Dan, thanks for joining me in the return of Justin Fields' gold. Let's get into the rest of the game, buddy. Bears, Justin, save us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Bears fans. It's Dale from The Average Cheese. It's Packer Bear Week, which means, of course, another Bears ass whooping, which happens to fall on my 50th birthday. So thank you, Bears, for being on the schedule this year on my birthday. What better present than to get another win against the Bears? Who cares that the Bears haven't won a decade since the 80s in the season series? You've got JF1. But here's what you have to look forward to. Aaron Rodgers to... It's Randall Cobb again. And when you do have the ball, it's going to look like the Packers called the play right on Tecmo Bowl where JF1 gets smashed by 15 guys in a row. I'm sorry, Bears fans. We love you. We're always on top geographically and in the standings. Bears down. Go Pack Go. All you see is just orange. Bill Lazor has done a phenomenal job. F*** you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Boing, 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 boing. Oh, God, that felt so good to talk just about Justin Fields, but there's a lot more to the game, as we all know. Uh, quick shout out to Dale from the Average Cheese Podcast our Green Bay friends over the border, north of the border, in and out of the border, Uh, not to be confused with Mexico. (laughs) Um, But thanks for your contribution and your trash talk. We love you, but we hate the Packers. Dan, let's talk the rest of this Raiders game. We won by 11. We covered. That's fantastic. That's hams and bread talk. But... What what else stood out to you besides JF1's ascension as our board? Well, my first note that I jotted down here is always good to beat an arrogant racist of a coach. Uh, that apparently, uh, it's a bit, lot more to that. Holy shit. Eat my ass, John Gruden. No, all around. I mean, I, I was feeling confident going into, a, going into the game, and I could, I don't really know why. I just, the Raiders... Derek Carr doesn't scare you. He's in the Kirk no. Cousins, Matt Stafford uh, field of, oh, they're going to have garbage stats here and there. Big fucking deal. And I don't, what were they, three and one coming into the game or whatever? I don't know. Not a big stat guy. In general, I I wasn't afraid of the Raiders. They just didn't. They just didn't scare me. The defense. I, I don't know where we want to start. I, we should start on the offensive side of the field. So okay. JF1, we didn't need him to win us the game. We just didn't need him to kill us. We ran the shit out of the ball. I feel like we bullied them like they bullied us a few years ago in London. And the offensive line was awesome. The 
you know, the creativity, <laughs> the laser creativity. I mean, it's not the most innovative offense ever, but it's at least way better than what we were dealing with. You know, bringing in these old, extra old linemen. Alex Bars, I don't even know how many snaps he took. But when you're having trouble blocking and you have a rookie quarterback, you, you do things like that. And that's what we've been asking for is to get a little help, the three tight end sets. So, you know, the 143 yards on the ground, that won us the game. That was that was huge. That kept our offense out there. Um, so that was really impressive on the offensive side of the ball. Bill, what were your thoughts? No, that was um, very noticeable. I was so glad that they dedicated themselves to the run without our boy Monty Pylon because I, I was nervous about that going in, like somehow Nagy's influence would take over Bill Blazer, pew, 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 take over his brain, <laughs> like, you know, Fields has to throw it 55 times because we're missing our – you know, our, our biggest weapon on offense outside mm -hmm. of JF1. But uh, thank God that did not happen. Damian Williams looked awesome. Uh, great uh, great in pass protection, by the way. He's like, well, he was this game. There's there's right. a hilarious, uh, I think you threw that out there, Rick Fieldsman, some, where he was so, so passive against the Browns, but apparently got his head out of his ass. I can't remember. I think that was Rick Fieldsman. That, that was, that yeah, was I don't think that was me. Uh, and then Khalil Herbert, fantastic, you know, I guess we'll call it a, a debut as an actual running back as opposed to a kick returner. He was awesome. I mean, I what what do you think about those two guys in particular? One by one, let's give them their due. I think if you put I'm Herbert... real weird tonight. I'm real weird tonight, <laughs> Dan. I just want to say that. Yeah. Hey, we all, yeah, I know you're going through all the feelings. Herbert, if you threw Monty's jersey on Herbert, I don't know that I would have been able to tell the difference. Their running styles seem very similar. The falling forward, being able to be real slippery through a couple of blocks, running real hard. I think that those two guys complement each other really well, and I think when Monty comes back, if we could utilize all three of them, that will only benefit our our squad as a whole. So I thought they were, I thought they were fucking great. And that Raiders defense – I don't know where they're ranked. I mean, they're not horrible. No, they definitely no. So we we made them look we made them look bad, and that's really encouraging. If we could just get the passing game to sort of click along with it, that third quarter, of that offense, it felt both teams felt extremely dead in that third quarter. So if we can get that passing game going, get I don't know, get a Rob the ball a little more. I think he led the team in targets, but. Just in, in terms of we, we can complement that running game with the pass, vice versa. Vice versa? What do you say? Vice versa? What's the... I would say visa versa, personally. Visa, <laughs> visa V? Is that, what's, uh, is that what people say? Visa V? Is that a phrase that people it use? Is. What does that in, mean? In France. It's in France. Somebody help us out. I, I didn't take French. <laughs> okay. Did you, Dan? Either. No. God, no. What was your foreign I, language of choice? Espanol. Oh, Mimi's and Sticks, buddy. It's fantastic. Or Maymays, sorry. Maymays. Uh, Dan, what? <laughs> Dan, did you read Dan Pompey's comments on The Athletic today, this postgame? I, I didn't. Okay, let me read you a quote that really stood out. First of all, Dan Pompey obviously spends 72 seconds on these on these quote-unquote articles, whatever he's getting paid, take his money away and dedicate it to all of the people of uh, Istanbul. I'm not sure. Is that still a country? I don't think so. I think it's Turkey. Dan Pompey said, quote, 
the last time we saw hips as loose as Damian <laughs> Williams in Vegas, Elvis was on stage at the International Hotel. Unquote. Gross. God, what are you doing, Dan Pompey? It's disgusting. What is will wrong you, with will you? Will you read it for me one more time? The last time we saw hips as loose as Damian Williams in Vegas, Elvis was on stage at the International Hotel. Who does he think the demographics are for the athletic? Well, I mean, International Hotel, was that even a thing? I've never even heard of that. I've never heard of it. I'm no. trending probably right in the middle of the demographics of who's reading The Athletic. Uh, but I'm not reading Pompeii because he's terrible. That's unbelievable. And that's yeah. just gross. That's just yeah. gross. It's so gross. He's a Hall of Fame writer. He has a lot of influence in the Hall of Fame booth when you're talking about should Olin Krutz be a Hall of Famer. First of all, no. But that's for that's a conversation no. for another day. Right. Too many personal files and too big of a dick. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about let's talk about special teams before we get to the defense. Uh, Jakeem Grant, I want to know your thoughts, Dan. What is wrong with him? What is he doing? We really gave up a draft pick for this guy. I was promised that he was going to be the next hot thing. He's returning punts six yards deep in the end zone. I know you're not out there for anything other than fucking returning kicks, but relax, man. I, I'm not ready to say I'm out on Jakeem Grant, but not a great start in my eyes. Yeah, my favorite tweet from Sunday late afternoon was uh, our boy Jeremy Warner from uh, two, uh, 24-7 for the Illini. He's a big Bears guy as well. He said, uh, Jakeem Grant, do less. Do less. <laughs> <laughs> like, And I think that sums it up. Like, Just chill, man. What's relax. your problem? Yeah, relax. He also returned at least one punt inside of the five. Like, just let yes. that go. He was, like, almost on the goal line. I think just he, let it I think drop. He was, I think he was on, like, the negative one, so to speak, yeah. if there was such a thing. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I don't know if he I has. Know. I'd be curious to know if he just had no self-awareness of where he was at or if he's just, like, I think as you put it in text, he gives no fucks, and he's like, I don't care if I catch it in the third row and behind the goalpost. I'm running this bitch out. So, yeah. which if that's the case, that's a problem. So, not impressed so far. No, very weird. The good news was he at least he didn't kill us. Like he did actually gain yardage. But but I bet like if you looked at a net, if he just let the ball bounce, he was probably negative fifteen for the mm-hmm. for the game. Which for an offense that probably had what two hundred ninety yards at the most. Not great. You need Not all great. 15 yards. You need, a, yeah. you need a, anything you can get. So, Jakeem yeah. Grant, you're officially on watch right now. Oh, he is on notice. He is. We are watching him on the wall right now. He actually, some of his decision-making, though, did remind me of Tariq Cohen <laughs> in oh, some okay. ways where, yeah. he, where oh, he fields geez. the ball at, like, the three. Uh, I think you mentioned via text or uh, WhatsApp. Is he dead? Yeah. It was over Twitter. I, there was a sighting on the sideline. I someone, someone in our group pointed out that you could you saw him on the sideline. The camera showed him briefly, and I saw it as well. So he's alive. So that's good. Funny enough, I, I don't think I've seen him for any home games, but he he was able to make it to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Funny how that works out. Tariq. 
Yeah, I did put out a Twitter poll to see if anyone uh, missed him or something yeah. along those lines. How'd that go? Yes. That was like 60, let's just call it 69%. Yes, <laughs> missed him and want him back. So Okay. Right. Uh, still makes me nervous. Still makes me nervous. Zero yard passes. Yeah. Head straight to that sideline. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if he? Uh, what do you think he would say to John Gruden if John Gruden was still employed and he ran straight to the sideline, ran into that fat racist fuck? Do you think he'd say anything to him? No, no chance. Mm-hmm. He'd just do a backflip and try to catch a ball, two <laughs> balls, I think. So, uh, I John know. Gruden apparently very homophobic. Also, if you if you've seen any of these things, okay, let's just go to that real quick before we go to our defense. Um, are you surprised that John Gruden is uh, both anti-gay and racist? Go. No. <laughs> I'm not. I think he's an asshole. He's a pompous asshole. Yeah, I guess that's probably not fair. I don't know him as a person, but he always... You know when you just look at someone and you hear him talk at, over the years? None of that's surprising. None of that's surprising. Who? I, I'm. How did this stuff get out? Who's leaking this stuff? Ted Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Phillips is still mad about John Steele and his bologna sandwich at a at an owners meeting back in like ninety seven. Yeah, I could I could see that. Mm-hmm. But the you know the the Raiders the, the only team to have an active gay player and then have all this come out i feel like that had oh. to be a big driver of of uh, who someone who's leaking this because i wow. guess it, the league sent the emails from what i saw briefly i think the league sent the emails to the raiders and but somebody's obviously leaking it to the media i wonder if someone's like i don't trust the league to punish the Raiders or trust the Raiders to punish him. So I'm going to leak it out. It was at the New York times. So yep. someone in the league office or in those circles, like how do they even have his, or it's ESPN, right? Wasn't this during his time at ESPN that these, oh, he was yeah, writing yeah, these yeah. emails. So yeah. somebody has been keeping tabs of these emails. It's just got to be a disgruntled. Is it, uh, who would it be? I don't know that that might be an even better story, but what an asshole Get the fuck out of my life, you piece of shit. It's got to be Susie Colber. Colbert? I don't remember Colbert? how to pronounce it. I think name. it's Colber. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely not Stephen Colbert. It's not Stephen well, Colbert. Well, it could be. He might have leaked it. It's possible. Possible. Very possible. Well, I don't that, know. Good, fuck that guy. Good call bringing it back to, uh, that's right, to Carl Nassib. I totally yep. forgot that he's a Raider. That's right, because some of uh, those emails that leaked were about John Gruden's um, displeasure over Michael Sam getting drafted. Uh, shut up, you fucking asshole. Just shut yeah. the fuck up. Get, you, yeah, you grab Deuce and get the fuck out of my life. You guys are, you guys is, you guys are pieces <laughs> of shit. The hams are slapping. So who's, who's the next coach then? You, you, you rattled through their, uh, the rest of their coaching staff last week. Who do you think? Oh, hold on. God. Let me bring up my notes. There's a from lot last of week. interesting options, right? Um, yeah, who was the Marinelli? Wasn't he on that staff? Yeah, they didn't show him on camera. I've totally Greg Olson that. is the OC. Tom Cable, oh, give oh, me more Tom perfect. Cable. Perfect. Gus Bradley, I guess maybe would make the make sense. Yeah. There are a lot of random old coaches, very bad coaches on that team. But what do you think? 
Have they are they haven't announced it yet? I'm sure if he not just that resigned. I not that I've seen, but yeah, that I my first thought was Gus Bradley, but then I thought about all the uh, horrible personal foul calls that went against the Raiders, oh, and I'm thinking if they're that undisciplined on defense, which is typical Raiders, but uh, would you really want that guy leading the charge? But then if Mark Davis is making that call, then you know, all oh. bets are off. All bets are off. Should we have a wager? You you want to take uh, Brad? You take you pick one, I'll take the other. Well, the loser has to chug a hams. Okay. Uh, I will take – I'll take Marinelli. I'll take Marinelli. Oh, Marinelli. Yeah. You want Bradley? I'll take Bradley. Okay. You know Marinelli's not the OC, right? He's the D-line coach. Fine. Totally picture. fine. Oh, okay. All right. Just, he's done it before. <laughs> All right. All right. That's poorly. Fair. Very poorly. All right. Gus Bradley, loser has to chug a hams. All right. Okay. Perfect. All right. Perfect. On All air. Right. On let's, air. Yeah. It'll let's happen. get, right, let's let's go get, to the let's defense. get past it. Yeah. 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 Let's go to the defense. I want to hear your thoughts uh, first. The defense is awesome, but give it to okay. me, Bill. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, what a just, you know, backing up a minute from week one where kudos to you and I for not like jumping off the cliff. We decided to give Sean Desai more than one week. So good for us. Good for good us. Good for right? us. Pat, let me oh, go ahead. Congratulations. They've been unbelievable since week one. They've been ridiculous. Uh, they were. Uh, like normally my bears nervousness would have kicked in huge in the second half. But honestly, I, I was so confident they were going to win even with those three and outs that yeah, that's a whole other subject, right? Not taking advantage of, of uh, the interception and, and such, but they were unbelievable. I mean, Roquan, that dude is, should be up for defensive player of the year. Like he is, yep. he is unbelievable. Uh, Robert Quinn was everywhere again. Quill Mack ridiculous he was ridiculous he was in car's head all fucking game yeah uh trevis gibson we did not shout him out after the detroit game two straight weeks with a sack and he looks good like that's a dude who's taking notes from mac and quinn you can you can tell and uh yeah houston carson with that int that was that was a great read my favorite play though doesn't even count. Eddie Jackson stealing the ball at the goal line. I've oh, been yeah. waiting for a moment like that, <laughs> not from Eddie Jackson necessarily, but like what would happen if something like, you know, when a guy reaches over, if you catch him just before it crosses a goal line, like what the fuck happens? And that w- that was awesome. I know it doesn't count, but that dude, Eddie Jackson grabbed it and then hopped a D lineman and just took yeah. off. Like that was, that was like, okay, okay, Eddie. I'm willing to forgive you for some of your past sins if you have that type of awareness going forward. I I was aroused most of the afternoon, Dan. How about you? Give me your that thoughts. Was, I feel like that play happens a lot in college football mm-hmm. when they're too slow mm-hmm. getting the ball up over the pile. So, yes, I agree. That's always and, – and no matter what, whenever that happens, even if the guy is like reaching in and he's four yards inside the end zone, you're like, you got to replay that. <laughs> he probably got that. Like it's always it's yeah. always an exciting moment, no matter what. And so he was definitely in. That definitely was yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. No but doubt. I do like the awareness to try to snatch it out of the air like that. You hit it right on the head. Uh, the, the, the was it Mac? Did Mac had one sack? Right. I think we had three on the day. Yeah. Mac when he crashed down hard towards the center and then sort of cut it upfield. That was awesome. That was just awesome. And it's. And Roquan, I mean, oh. 
Uh, what did you think of that unnecessary roughness hit he had on the goal line? Uh, you know what? I wanted to see an angle, a reverse angle on it. They kept showing the same angle where you just saw him from the back. I wanted to see what he was doing, uh, if, if you could see his helmet from the front. So I don't know. Like, I, I thought I thought it was questionable, but we didn't see everything we needed to see, I guess, is my point. It was, what about you? It felt, it felt like kind of a bullshit call, but one they'll always they'll always get you for it. And uh, he's just, man, he is a beast. He's just all over the field. He's, yep. he's awesome. He's, I mean, we've been on this for a few years. I mean, he's, yes. he doesn't get his proper due and it's cause he doesn't get all of the intercepts. I mean, he got an interception against the lions, but, or no Bengals, sorry, but he doesn't, he doesn't do all the sexy stuff, but he does all of the shit in the middle to get the three and outs and get you, get you where you need to be. And he's, he's unbelievable. So if he can stay healthy, he's going to be an all pro for sure. Uh, Mario Edwards. I mean, I was ready to just leave that guy in Vegas. Like what a, what an asshole. What an asshole. What is he doing? What is he doing? What he cost us 30 yards. And I feel like at least one of them was on third down too. It was like, he could have got off the fucking field. I know he he had a great game against, I I feel like it was Detroit, right? His first game back Mm -hmm. after suspension for, what was it for? Was it domestic uh, abuse? Maybe. I think he's got a checkered past. I I, I could be wrong, but, uh, (laughs) Allegedly, <laughs> yeah, I think he's got I, some uh, questionable uh, yeah. domestic violence stuff. But okay, we need. If I have and I have that wrong, you know what? Don't just if you're listening to this, just edit it out of your mind. Because <laughs> I will not remember to go back to no. minute 19 and edit it out. So Dan is not. He is not guilty of his his uh, lack of research. You right. might be right, Dan. It's it's hard to say. Um, no, we need Hicks back to eliminate Mario Edwards. But I almost called him Mario right. Williams. That would not be the same player. Um, no, the defense was ridiculous. Uh, Roquan, my favorite play was the what I thought was a touchdown, what, what Carr thought was a touchdown when he just kind of got his, was his left arm. Uh, I don't know if it was Waller or who it was where he just knocked the ball out and Carr was talking shit to Mac when Mac yes, was in the backfield. Yes. And Mac was like, dude, that was not, you were not paying attention. That was not a <laughs> touchdown, right. you fucking idiot. That was, that was awesome. Although it did scare me the way that, um, the way that Roquan fell on the ground. I thought, oh my God, you're going to fuck up your arm or your shoulder, or your pack. And he was fine. Thank God. But he fell very weird. He fell weird. That's all I'm saying. He felt weird. You know, it just hit me. Darren Waller was really bad. What was yes. going on with him? He was especially well, bad. But I think that's a credit to the defense. I don't think, I think that's so. necessary, right? I mean, he was he was seeing ghosts as uh, uh, what what the fuck's his name? The quarter uh, Darnold would say, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think it was. I think he was like whipping his head around before, like waiting for contact from Smith. I do. I think Roquan was in his head. It was and. Um, uh, Kindle Vildor, awesome one on one at in the end zone when he fucking yep. I, that may have been pass interference. I don't even care. Like he's given up six to eight inches. Oh, and uh, great one on one D great. to not allow a touchdown. I mean, kudos to you, Vildor. Yeah, I think our def- our defense is great. They're playing great right now. If they play great against the Packers, I think the rest of the league's definitely gonna make notes of uh watch out for the bears defense don't let jf1 figure it out because then the league's fucked everyone's That's fucked right. Ooh, and you said packers but before we get there dan i'm holding up the trophy the zero doinks cornish hen player of 
the week. Our fans and eggs, as they vote on it, as they're wont to do every week. Uh, a big variety, though. I feel like you are going to basically make this decision. There was a fair amount for Mac. There were a couple votes for Herbert, I think. There was at least one for JF1. Um, there was definitely more than one for Roquan as well. Which way would you go, buddy? Oh, I'm, I'm leaning towards Jakeem Grant, but I feel like I probably shouldn't yet just because he just got on the team. I feel like you got to go with Herbert. Just the, the rookie awesome. came right in, filling those gaps. Oh, bup, 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 bup. He, uh, he, was, he led the team in rushing. He had 75 yards. Williams was the one who punched it in. Yeah, Herbert, that dude plays hard. I think you got to give it to him. No nerves on that dude at all. Khalil Herbert. Hit me. Hit me with a little hen. Hey. We're We're inching ever closer to Thanksgiving. Oh. Oh. Are you a rookie? Do you have 11 toes on your feet? Oh, don't shoost me, Khalil. Congratulations. You have just been voted the Zero Dogs Cornish Head Player of the Week. Don't shoost. I have a bow tie and a top hat. Don't shoost. Cornish Head. I'm a little nervous for when we pass Thanksgiving about what you're – because there's a big buildup here every week to Thanksgiving being right around the corner. Uh, But, yeah, congratulations, Khalil Herbert. Were you bothered by the way Ian is? Was it Ian Eagle? Well, speaking of which, it's Ian Eagle. Oh. So a guy who goes by Ian, mm. already you're wrong. K Leal, like the way he was saying it was so annoying, and I felt like he knew it was annoying, and he's just kept doing it. Were you annoyed by I, it, or is that just is that a yeah. me problem? Well, no, it's not. It's not a you problem. I assume he was correct because they do. Like they study pronunciations more than they should, and and he's a pro, so he's probably right. But yes, very annoying. Uh, it reminds me of Lawrence Holmes on six seventy the score, over in my opinion, over pronunciating Khalil Mack's name. He says Khalil Mack, like he's so intense about it, like it drives me nuts. And it might be correct, so I don't want to be a dick about it. So yeah, I guess what I'm saying is. Um, I understand your annoyance. I get it. I just felt like he was leaning into it too much. Like nobody yeah, else says it that fine. way. You're not talking to him directly. So just say it like we all say it. Come on. We're a bunch of meathead Chicagoans. We don't need to be overthinking. Kyleel. Kyleel didn't like it. And All right, Ian Eagle, grow up. It should be Ian Cornish Hen. Like, get yeah. rid of that fucking eagle. Yeah, what a lame bird that is. An eagle? No, get tough with a. What was the? What was their t- uh, temperate? Temperate? What, what? Oh yeah. The attitude they're, of a Cornish. They're hen. like agitated. They're always agitated. agitated right? There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, eagle, get out of here with that pussy shit. Get her the That's Cornish right. hen, dancing around with the buckles, stabbing you when you're not looking. Uh, but happy Thanksgiving to our friends in Canada, especially Ty <laughs> in Ontario. Your turkey looked delectable, very moist. Hubba hubba. Boing, boing, boing. Give me that turkey. Gobble, 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 gobble. I'm Grimace. All right. <laughs> Real, I'm, I'm Andy Dalton. I'm in the corner here in the locker room. Anybody talking to me? I'm Andy Dalton. I love it. The unnecessary introductions. <laughs> yes. 
That's great. It's so great. Uh, before we get to Packers Week, I'm sure you've done a lot of research that you probably have done the past two years with pretty much the same exact staff, I'm sure. Um, I shouldn't say that. I have no idea what you've done. You probably have dived deep. Uh, let's go over the Week 5 games in the NFC North that did not involve the Bears. Uh, let's just go Packers-Bengals. I'm still frustrated at the Bengals' uh, place kicker. I don't remember his name, but when he <laughs> when he thought he made a kick... And it turned out he did not win the game in overtime. That was great. That's that's a moment that's going to live with all of us for a long time, especially him and his family. Yeah, he hit the flag on the, yeah. on the top of the uprights, which was impressive in itself. I feel like if you hit the flag, it should count. You should get like one and a half points. That was awesome. That game was very frustrating all around. Mason Crosby, they were trying to I, – I can't remember who was doing the play-by-play, but they were trying to jinx him so hardcore leading <laughs> up to that, just talking about the streak of him making yep. how many he's made. And to the point where, like, the, the the color guy was like, I'm not saying anything. Like, he just didn't want to jinx it. And then Crosby missed three, three field goals, <laughs> and they still won the game. They had a horseshoe up their ass. Yeah. That Fuck was – Packers. God, that was, Fuck you, Packers. God. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, hey, a win's a win on the road. I guess that's impressive for the Packers. God damn it. And I think that Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams both had, like, massive days as well. So, yeah. It could be a problem. could be a problem. Well, we'll hear about it in a minute from you. Uh, Other NFC North battle, Minnesota. Detroit. There's a lot of action on our WhatsApp app about it. I didn't see a moment, nor have I seen highlights. What the fuck happened? Fill fill in the audience, buddy. I did see the last few minutes. They the Vikings had the ball, just needed to run it out, run out the clock basically. I I feel like they could have just taken a knee and just let the clock run down and just burn it out. But they ran the ball. Who is Madison? I think he's the he was playing instead yep. of Dalvin Cook. It, uh, kind of a questionable play where the Lions defenders sort of stood up the stood him up, and it seemed like his forward progress had stopped. The ball popped out. Lions recovered it, go all the way down and kick a field goal. End up kicking a field goal. Left a little too much time on the clock. Vikings like no timeouts. Three plays, boom, 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 kick a field goal, uh, win the game. It was a horrible way it. to lose. Damn it would have been a great – it would have been much better for us. To, I'm, I'm torn, though. I kind of want to see the Lions go 0-17. <laughs> I know you do. I know you said that last so, week. I just love seeing the Vikings lose, so I I was disappointed personally. Yeah, I was very disappointed. Yeah. I guess I am too. Like For the greater good, it would have made sense for the Vikings to lose. But you know what? We would have been cheated out of seeing Dan Campbell cry in the <laughs> – the, Good point. Yeah. We we got to keep that guy in the NFC North as long as possible. He is an absolute treasure. <laughs> I love everything about him. I think he's, I think he's a terrible coach, <laughs> but he's a fun character. So for a lot, yeah. like he's perfect for the Lions. You want yes. him to be entertaining for your fans, but and maybe respectable where the team's going to play hard for you. But you want to lose games so you get better draft picks. So. Dan Campbell was a great hire, in my opinion, for the Detroit Lions, and I love everything about him. He is perfect for Detroit. You're absolutely right. I don't know if their fans agree, but um, I only know one Detroit fan. I know you know at least one as well. I, I feel like 
if they continue to rattle off losses, they will disagree with our opinion on Dan Campbell needing to stay as the Detroit Lions coach. Shall we transition to the game of the week, the game of maybe our lifetime? Packers (laughs) visiting Soldier Field this weekend, week six. They lead the North. We can take it over, though. Could this be Aaron Rodgers' last visit to Soldier Field? There's a chance. It could. There's a chance. It feels that There's way. There's a chance. Why don't you walk us through Green Bay, buddy? I know you've done a lot of hot research. I want to hear all about it. I want to be reminded of all of their weird staff and or front office humans. Take it away, buddy. I'll be honest, Bill. Good year. No, year. Season three of Zero Doinks here. It gets a little tough to keep doing these divisional teams. So... Bear bears with me here. All right, Packers are 101-95-6 all-time against the Bears. They have a slight lead on us. We are currently on a five-game losing streak to the Packers. Not possible. Since I, I brought this stat up before, since 2010, the Bears are now 4-19 and against the Packers. How fucking unbelievable is that? Ugh, That's really that pathetic. Yes. Yeah. If you look up at the all-time games, I mean, it's just a horrible run of losses all over that board with just a win (laughs) scattered here and there. It's really gross to look at. So, so we we, we're due. We're way overdue. Get (laughs) Rogers out. (laughs) Get Rogers out. This is the last hurrah for that stupid smarmy, smarmy, swarmy bitch. What do we? What do we say? The hams are slapping. We got JF1 in there. Times are a change in my friend. Okay, so trying to figure out the the historical game review here. Uh, obviously, the Sox are red hot right now. So I wanted to tie it together around when the Sox won the World Series in 2005. So they won the World Series. Do you know what date? Do you have that burned in your memory? Uh, I'm going to no, but I'm going to guess October 28th. Oh, so close. October 25th was when the Sox won the World Series against the cheating Houston Astros. They were cheating then as well. Uh, so I want to do the, Bear, the the next Bears-Packers game after that. You were riding on an absolute high at that point. That was Christmas Day. Christmas mm. Day, 2005. Bears win 24-17 in Green Bay. Uh, we clinched the NFC North title that game. First time the Bears had swept the Packers uh, in 2005. First time since 1991. So, God damn it. I know. Uh, Rex Grossman with 166 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Thomas Jones, 105 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Brett Favre, 317 yards, four interceptions. At that point in the season, so what was it? That would have been, I think, second to the last game of the season. He had tw- he had thrown twenty eight interceptions at that point. <laughs> How unbelievable! It wouldn't is be that? allowed today, right? You'd be benched. You'd be benched. You'd be benched. Yeah. Uh, Lance Briggs with a pick six that game. Mushin Muhammad with a touchdown. That's a guy I hadn't thought of in a while. Um, and the game just before that was the ice cold game, Sunday night football game against the mm-hmm. Falcons against Vic. One of the coldest game I've ever been to. Yes. Yeah. Pat Doinks, uh, that's, yep. that's that's my only thing, hanging out in the bathroom until he bailed, right? Yep. Also, 
<laughs> also eating the rib sandwiches with his wool gloves on, just barbecue <laughs> sauce, frozen barbecue sauce caked all over him. Yep, just just hanging out in the bathroom for a while and then just get it. He's just gone forever. The text, I'm 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 already home. <laughs> just a great move. Coldest game ever. All right, that's all I got for that one. So I had to go back uh, quite a ways. I, I looked at the last World Series the so- White Sox were in, which is in 1959. I'm sure you remember that really well. They lost against the Dodgers, Dodgers lost the yeah. series 4-2. So the next Bears game after that World Series was November 8th, 1959 in Chicago. Didn't look it up. I assume it was at Wrigley. That had to have been at Wrigley, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Bears win 28-17. Uh, Zeke Bratkowski, Bratkowski <laughs> was the quarterback for the Bears. Perfect. Uh, he led the Bears in passing attempts, sorry, with 10. He had 48 yards passing, one <laughs> touchdown, one interception. Uh, but another quarterback for the Bears, Ed Brown, threw for 72 yards and one touchdown. Johnny Morris led the Bears with 52 yards rushing. Uh, Bart Starr was playing for the Packers, had 10 pass attempts for 20 yards. <laughs> all right, so that's that's pretty much all I have. But then I got real curious, who the hell is Zeke Brat- Bratkowski? It sounds like a made-up totally. Midwestern name, actually. So I was like, that sounds like a, some, a name you'd make up for like a Wisconsin person. Well, funny thing, he was actually on the Packers teams that won two Super Bowls. The Super Bowl one and two, uh, he's actually in the Packers Hall of Fame. So the average cheese guys are listening. You're probably real pissed because I have no fucking clue who this guy is. He actually was born in Danville, Illinois. You ever been to Danville? Yeah, that's where I got my COVID nineteen shot. Really? <laughs> At a mall in Danville? Yes. Shut up. You went to Danville? Yes. It was uh, April first, and they were available. I- I'm not a big shot guy, and they had the one-shot Johnson & Johnson. I'm like, you know what? I've got the afternoon off. I'm going to fucking go, baby. i got nothing going on. That's what happened. Beautiful mall, Danville. Oh, Beautiful. I did not know that. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I spent some time awesome. in Danville. You know who's uh, from Danville? A couple, the, uh, hall, hall uh, f- couple of <laughs> famous celebs. Do you know? I don't. I just know that they. I I got steak and shake on the way home. That's all I know. And I was oh, I was okay. expecting you to be in that Hall of Fame. Nope, not me. Uh, the Van Dyke brothers, Dick Van Dyke, Jerry Van oh. Dyke, um, and also Gene Hackman. Wow, Danville, Danville, huh? Danville. Okay. Yeah, random. It's like a shitty town that's just run down, but they've got these like. They have like a couple astronauts. It's weird. They were yeah. They were in my con. They were in my conference in high school. I was gonna say so, you're yeah. rattling off these stats off the top of your head, and you're not a big research guy. Yeah. This is this is amazing. What's their uh, high school mascot, Danville? Oh, do you remember? I should know this. I th- feel like they're the Vikings or something. Something Stupid. along those lines. Yeah. Um, fun fact: we had to play our football games there if it was a home game in Danville at 5 p.m. Because the crowd was not uh, very kind late in the evening, so they, they played all. I don't know. Uh, they would throw things. They were. It was questionable. It was. It was. It was a little scary. Weird. Another fun fact for you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Basketball game there in Danville. 
Yeah. Your old point, your old your old pal Dan here took six charges in one game. Yes. What one of them I think I got aggressively dunked on and it ended up being a charge, <laughs> but yes. I, got, I got very much embarrassed. So okay, let's move on from Danville. Um Oh no, a Zeke Brat Bratkowski. He worked for the Bears for a little while. He was an offensive coordinator for the Bears in the seventies. <laughs> this guy's this guy's better. I can't get off of him here. Played no, football played football at Georgia. Played for uh coach Wally Butts. <laughs> That's Wikipedia. A, that's a, that, that is the best part. Is Wikipedia said played for Wally Butts at Georgia? Like I know who the fuck that is. Who the hell's Wally Butts? Um, he's um, he's cousins with Eddie Anus, so that's <laughs> that's how I know. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, I one more thing on Zeke here, and I promise we'll move on. This segment's getting very long. In 1973, he was the he was still on the Bears staff. I don't think he was the offensive coordinator. Might have been an assistant. He had to play the entire second half of the season on the. He was on the roster as an emergency quarterback. So <laughs> I just love the idea of like Bill Lazor having to suit up in case he had to go jump into the game. I love this guy. I feel like our listeners do too. This guy is he still alive? Because I want to meet him. He died in uh, 2019, so he hasn't been gone that Fuck. long. Fuck. Fuck. He, he would have loved this. He would have loved this. God damn it. All right, save a, save a son. I, I'm sure he has them all around the country, buddy. <laughs> let's find uh, him. All, all right, them. <laughs> all right. Let's that's enough Zeke talk. Bratkowski, Bratkowski. All right, Packers staff. Matt Lafleur. We we cover him a lot. We don't need to go over too much. He's thirty and seven all time as the Packers coach. Two <laughs> and two in the playoffs. He's from the Sean McVay tree. Robert Sala was the best man in his wedding. What? I don't know if I I don't know if I knew that before. I don't remember. I didn't. Oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, they became best friends as assistant coaches at Central Michigan. Oh, so, I didn't even know one back that far. Chippewas. Yeah, yeah Robert Sala. <laughs> Did they hate him yet in New York? I feel like that's coming. They shouldn't. That's not his fault. That's not no. his fault. Yeah, leave him alone. Yeah, Zach Wilson stinks. That guy's Oof. trash. So Total bad. trash. No chance. Total trash. All right. Offensive coordinator is Nathaniel Hackett. He's been the OC since 2019. He's not calling plays, though, so no. he's just uh, there to look pretty. He was the Jags offensive coordinator for three years prior to that. Son of Paul Hackett. Yeah. He's the Pitt and USC head coach. I guess that's what he's known for. Yeah, Paul Hackett, bad coach. Real so bad. overall record, 32-38-1. How did he get two like major college jobs? Uh, probably nude pictures of the AD, right? Absolutely that, uh, nude. Yeah, that totally adds up. All right, assistant O line coach. Can't believe he's still there. Luke Butkus. I mean, he hasn't been there too long. It just feels wrong that a Butkus is on the Packers staff. He's been there 2019. Illinois O line coach from 2016 yeah. to 2018. Yeah. For yeah. those of you who don't know, he's the yeah. nephew of Dick Butkus. Yep, he still uh, uh, he probably owes um, the hotel in Dusseldorf, Germany, a lot of money because <laughs> he left his shower on the uh, night that he left the Rhine Fire and went to Birmingham for rehab—not rehab in terms of drugs or alcohol—but uh, he was removed from the league because of injury, and he took it out on Dusseldorf. Luke Butkus, grow up. 
he's an asshole. What was the final? I actually I liked him a lot, but he respected me only because we had the Illini connection. Mm. Otherwise, he would have hated me, guaranteed. Really? Okay. Yes. All right. Guaranteed. How could anyone yeah. hate you, Bill? Easily. Who do you think hates you the most in the world? Nancy Reagan. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Because <laughs> he killed her? Is she Is she dead? Oh, she's got to be. Yeah, she's dead. Are we sure? No. <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> I still don't know why she'd hate me. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know what happened. It's your politics. All right. Uh, We're a big defense, politics show. <laughs> huge politics show. Uh, def- <laughs> defensive coordinator for the Packers is Joe Barry. He's the son-in-law of the future interim coach, according to Bill, of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, Rod Marinelli. <laughs> weird back-to-back connection there. He's it's his first year as defensive coordinator of the Packers. He was D.C. with the Washington football team 2015-2016. He was also Lions defensive coordinator from 07 to 08. Uh, that's all I got on the Packers staff. Nothing too sexy there. That's hard. It's hard with these divisional teams. I mean, I, yeah, we know these guys sort of. We do. Yep. Yeah. Not personally. Real boring. Real boring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boring staff as well. Nothing too sexy mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. your Rod mm-hmm. Marinelli's or your, uh, I'm forgetting the other guys on the Raiders that we talked about. Gus Bradley. Tom Cable. But Tom Cable. Tom Cable. Oh, wait, I said I said Dan Campbell. I'm way off. Nope. Nope. Different team. Been promoted. Yep. 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 All right. Front office is uh, the team president. Still don't understand how the Packers uh, hierarchy works. Team president's Mike Murphy. He's been with the team since 07. He was the AD at Northwestern before that. Uh, He played a number of years with the uh, Redskins. Whoops. Washington football team is a safety back in the day. I didn't know he was an actual player. Neither did I. All right. Uh, Got a little concerned slash confused. I couldn't find our boy Brian Gutenkutst on the team website. I was like, oh, boy. boy. And I was like, did I miss something? Did he get fired? He's apparently still the GM, but they buried him on the team website. That's interesting. They always, you know, all these NFL websites look the same in general. They have the same layout. But when you when you go to the front office, the GM is usually listed somewhere right under the owners the owners kids and all that and this right there if you if you have a minute go look on the team website under front office and he is he's about halfway down it's weird super weird that definitely wasn't that way last year i can tell you that so yeah you've you've had to spend a lot of times on these weird websites so i totally believe you uh Aaron Rodgers influence do you think that was part of like his uh it had. I'll renegotiate my contract but you got to you got to get Gutenkunst off the off the headline on the website yeah it's got to be yeah, we got to yeah. get yeah fuck that guy make it real hard for the uh, zero doings <sighs> guys to be able to find him so yeah that definitely makes sense so uh all right that's all I got for the front office there's no Illini players this week there's one gopher Devondre Campbell, he's a linebacker. He's been in the league about six years. Do you know him? I think it, not really. He was a JUCO guy, uh, so he was at Minnesota for just two years. He was a fourth-round pick. 
Uh, he played mostly at with the uh, Falcons, and then a year in Arizona. I'll be honest; I don't really know him. So that's fun. Yep, that's all I got. I don't judge you for that. Um, okay, I can't believe I did not ask you this at the beginning of the segment. Dan Doinks, season ticket holder, are you going to be in the house? I'll be there. I will be there. Are you nervous? Like, give me your thought. I know it's only Monday. It's 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 but a week away. But how you feeling? Who you taking? Who are, who's taking you? Uh, where are you going to tailgate? Are you going to tailgate? How many beers? Spell it out for us, buddy. Uh, I think I'm going with Bezel. Yes. That's all I know at this point. I don't think I know anything else. Where the tailgate's happening, when we're getting there, uh, how am I feeling? Nervous, yes, because I've seen Rogers embarrass us many times. But it also feels kind of nice that this might be the last time we see him in Soldiers. Yes, I called it Soldiers. Yep. Maybe ever. So yeah. I feel like a little bit of relief coming very soon. So, yeah, I'll be there. Okay. What's what's the weather going to be like? Have you looked it up? I have not. I've only been looking for uh, uh, White Sox, uh, you know, yeah. potential home game weather. So I'm oh. very early in the week versus late in the Whoa. week. Gotcha. Sorry about gotcha. that. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I will be yeah. there. Yeah. And I'll give you an update next week. Well, we all look very much forward to that. Uh, rest of week six for the NFC North, the Vikings are visiting Carolina. That won't be easy, especially because they're the Vikings. And then the Lions are hosting the Bengals, who I feel like have already gone through the NFC North. Actually, they probably would have after week six. Good for them. Although the NFC North, according to Rick Fieldsman, is the greatest division in <laughs> NFL history, I believe. Um, we'll get into with, uh, with hams and bread, but uh, early thoughts on either of those two games that don't really count. Yeah, Bengals as well. Burrow went to the hospital. Is he out yet? I, that that line is pretty low, so I feel like that Pat, the Lions are only plus three at home, so that feels too low for a Bengals team that should have beaten the Packers this past weekend. So yeah, yeah. Not uh, what well, we don't have to get into it now. Maybe we could talk about it. hams and bread. Who knows? Who yeah. cares? Yeah, yeah. Go Bears. Go Bears. I'm glad you're going to be in the house. I love you, Beasel. Haven't seen you in a minute, but I love you. Go Bears. Go Bill Lazor. Go JF1. Pew, pew. It's Bears season. It's Justin Fields season. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. Follow us on the World Wide Web, www.zerodoinks.com. Buy our swag. Buy our swag. Buy our swag. Buy our swag. At Zerodoinks. Hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes, yes. Zero doinks! Yes, come on. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball.
push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Shush, shush. Yes, go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Here it's hams and bread time. We're gonna do what we always do and just kick it right to our buddy Rick. Take it away, Richard. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, hams, hams and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and Spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman's my dad. Hams and Spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, Toinkers. We are back. Rick Fieldsman's back here with Hams and Spreads. Oh my gosh, back in the high life again. You know Rick went 2 and 1. Rick 2.0 is 4 and 2. I don't even remember what Rick 1.0 was this season. Rick is on the hottest streak. What did I do? I bet all soccer. I got the confidence back. Where did I do then? I bet all NFL got the confidence back. We were half a point away from going 3 and 0 Packers, you sons of bitches. It doesn't matter though, baby. It doesn't matter. Rick is back. I have the hottest picks this week. This is the easiest week. Week five, the week six, week five, week six, the easiest week of picks there could ever be in the NFL. This is when everything is painted like a beautiful picture. It's like listening to Mozart. It's like watching the second best team in the league, the Lions. It's a beautiful thing. I am going to give you the hottest picks. That's why you tune into this free podcast, the freest picks, the hottest of picks. Let's go ahead and get started. Hams and spreads, pick one. Oh, we are, you know what? I got to tell a quick little story. I put all my money on the Jets versus Falcons under and the overhit by a point. I just had to replenish my account. That's not a good feeling, but it feels good with these hot picks. Here we go with the first picks. I have English Premier League. You know we're going back to Everton, baby. Sunday, October 17th, 8 a.m. versus West Ham's. I think Dan Doyce was a little confused, thought this was last week. West Ham's is the inferior hams. You always got to go straight hams. That's why we're betting Everton. I think all of Everton's players are back. I don't know that for certain. I didn't look that up. I have high confidence in Everton. I it's I don't know where it's being played. It doesn't matter where it's being played. Everton, we are going with Everton versus West Ham. We're picking Everton. Minus 135. I'm going, if there's a tie, there's no bets. I think it was plus 140 if you want to go Everton straight up. You know what? Everton's coming off. what It feels like a three-month break. So we're going Everton to win. Tie, no bet. Minus 135. That is the hottest pick. It's 8 a.m. Sunday. So you get those funds in that game. You retrieve those funds and you go to the next pick. Here we go. Hands and spreads. Pick two. 
Oh my gosh, we're going back to the NFL again. The Rams are at New York Giants at noon. The Giants team, did you see the Saquon Barkley's ankle? What the hell? I feel like the injury made it like better because that thing couldn't have looked good to begin with. Oh my gosh, I am so happy to be back here for you, the loyal listeners. The Rams are the hottest team in the NFL. They are 10.5-point favorites. They're going to win by 12.5. The Rams are going to beat the Giants. This is going to hit. The under is going to hit, too. The Giants are going to be held scoreless, but we're just going Rams minus 10.5, minus 110. Oh, my gosh. This is a sweet bet. It is one of the sweetest bets that I have, except for the next one. Let's get to it. Hams and spreads, pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. Printing Money's Pick of the Week is brought to you by Matt Nagy. If you thought Matt Nagy was bad, just ask my good friends Hootie and the Blowfish. Nagy, why do you punish me? If you don't leave tomorrow, I'll be filled with sorrow. That's how it'll be. Thanks, Hootie and the Bluefish. Matt Nagy. Visors are reserved for winners. Oh my gosh, we are back. Hootie and the Bluefish. Hey, Darius, next time don't have two green lines before you record. That was a little rough. Anywho, we're getting into the printing money spring of the week. You know we're going Bears. Bears, Packers, at Soldier Field, noon, Sunday. I will not be watching it. I did not watch the last two weeks of the Bears. I will be in Rockford. However, it doesn't matter. The Bear, I Don't ask me why I'm not watching it. I know I should. I'm not recording it. I'm just... I want to see who's going to win. Okay. Pack, I don't blame me for this. This is just how it is. The Bears... Versus the Packers. Bears are four and a half point dogs. That's what I'm trying to get at with all this. Four and a half point dogs. Did you see the Packers versus the Bengals? They looked horrible. I didn't watch the game. I could tell by the end result score. They looked terrible. The Bears are where it's at. Andy Dalton is ready to get back in there. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to put a little Andy Dalton package in there. That's right. We started with a little Justin Fields package. We need a little Andy Dalton package. Get him out wide. Get him in the run. Fullback Andy Dalton is a play that we need. Bears are going to win this game. I will gladly take the four and a half points. If this game goes to overtime, you know we're kicking field goals. Bears, four and a half. We're going to get this season rolling to four and two. Rick is going to be three and all this week. I have the hottest picks. And there you have it. Oh, if you want to parlay those, plus 534. Little spoiler alert. Ricky Fieldsman is going to have a lot more funds in his account than he has right now. With that, let's send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the window. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, did we have audio there? I couldn't (sighs) hear it in my headset. I know.
What do you think? Did you hear anything? I it it sounded like grunts, and then I thought I heard I thought I heard some guitar in the in the background, but I'm not entirely sure. Maybe some like flag football highlights. I'm not. I don't know a hundred percent. What about you? Okay. No, I just uh, I just hope you send us your audio, Rick, because we would really like to put it in that spot of the episode right there. So thanks, Rick, for your participation. He never lets us down, right? No, he never has. He never literally has. never has. In fact, my favorite uh, contribution of Rick's was when, I don't know if he was on an exercise bike or like a real bike riding around the neighborhood. I think it was a JF1 episode when we had yeah. drafted him. <laughs> yeah. And there was Super was Bowl talk. Hear. I think yeah, he was talking yeah. about the Super Bowl, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. So, no, Rick will not and will never let us down. Rick, we love you and hate you at the same time. Hopefully East Chicago has not received too much rain tonight. Uh, you don't have a basement, so it's fine, right? Yeah, he definitely – I'm going to step in and disagree with you there. He's definitely going to let us down at some point. I just don't – I don't think tonight's the night, so – we still love you, Rick. We do. Dan, uh, I assume that you have all the research about this Sunday's Bears-Packers game at Soldier Field, not to be confused with Arlington Heights. What you got, buddy? All right, Bears are 3-2 and two against the spread this year. The Packers are 4-1. and one. So they both cover when, when, when they win. <laughs> Uh, Bears, uh, the over for the Bears is one and four. The Packers over is two and three. So is that a trend? It's too early to be a trend, but looks like you might want to bet the under. Bears this weekend, noon kickoff at Soldiers. Play-by-play guy is Gus Johnson. Nope, I just made that up. I have no idea. (laughs) Bears are uh, getting four and a half points this Sunday. Over-under is... 45 points so like i said if you think that's an early enough trend i would take the under but bill what do you like buddy so first of all too many points so let's just put that out there right now four and a half is way too much i don't know if you caught any of the game against cincinnati cincinnati is not that great we beat their ass um so if that is you know what I'll be honest, Packers struggled against the Lions, too, and we did not struggle at all against the Lions. Therefore, Bears' money line is the pick. I would same-game parlay that with the over, because I do not believe in trends. You're trying to you're trying to throw a trend below the number. I am not going to accept it. Bears' money line over, and uh, A-Rob, total yards, 14 and a half over. That is my pick. How about you, Dan? Wow, it sounds like maybe a sneak peek to Fantasy Corner. It might be jumping ahead there. Maybe. maybe. Uh, I like the Bears. I'll take the Bears four and a half at home. It could be close. I definitely like the under. <laughs> Our defense is good. We could hold, you know, we could hold the Packers to field goals, hopefully. And JF1, until he gets it sort of clicking, I'm not sure that I love taking the over at any point. So I like the Bears plus four and a half under 45, maybe tease that, get the Bears at, what do we got, 11 and a half and under 52. <laughs> do that. Just tease that. I think that math <laughs> works. 
So do that. We've never let you down. Like Rick, we'll never let you down. Never have. Probably will. Uh, Okay, Bill. (laughs) We got any more thoughts on the Bears game, or should we move on to other games that we like this week? Let's move on to other games that we like. I have not looked at the card. Don't even ask me, Dan. (laughs) Please, please lead us into anything else that has caught your eye, because I am way behind. Okay. Okay, uh, we have another London game this week. The Jags are plus three and a half in London, probably technically a home game for Jacksonville. Uh, playing against the Dolphins, three and a half points. I like the Jags. At some point, they're actually going to win a game. I think the Dolphins might full-blown stink now. I think they hung in there a little bit with the Bucks this past week. But the Jags just got to win a game at some point. Urban Meyer's got to be flying high tonight because he's no longer the most hated coach in the NFL. Mm. So he's going to go to London, probably leave his team there, have lots of sex with some London ladies as his team is flying back home. But before that happens, Jags are going to win, sprinkle a little money line, but definitely take the plus three and a half in London. What do you think of that, Bill? I love where your head's at. You're right. Uh, Urban Meyer is no longer the most hated (laughs) head coach in the NFL. Thank you, John Gruden, for that. Shout out to Mike in England for going to the Jets. uh, Who the fuck did they play? Falcons. Help me out here. Thank you. Jets-Falcons game in the home of... Tottenham. Thank you. Tottenham. I'm so glad you're here. I was over two right there. Mike, you look like you had a great time. There's a lot of weird jerseys. One of his favorite jerseys, he said, was Mark Sanchez Jets, <laughs> yeah. which not shocking that there'd be a lot of Jets jerseys, I guess. Yeah. Are you surprised? If you're in London, like if you're, you know, we have friends over there who have selected the Bears as their team with within good reason. They were alive during like the 85 Super Bowl and all that who just elects the Jets as their go-to team although hand up there's probably people in London right now who says who just fucking picks Everton as their as their go-to team so you know what I could sound like an asshole to people who live overseas but the Jets seems like a weird move to me spoiler alert to toffee's corner here in a couple minutes thank you dan for that awesome segue before the segue before yes. the segment within the segment before the segment um okay that was not your question though your initial question which way would i go jags or who are they playing <laughs> dolphins dolphins i would go dolphins Tua. <laughs> i saw i saw a tweet earlier that uh Tua might be back Despite the ribs, despite the shoulder, despite the fact that he's too short to play quarterback, unless you're Kyler Murray, he does not have the same athleticism. I take Dolphins. I feel like we have a Dolphins game to go against each other every week. Nobody's kept stats, thank God, probably, for you. And uh, I would go (laughs) Dolphins uh, plus three and a half, minus three and a half. That's my pick. Thank you so much for that. Dolphins are favored, by the way. Three and a half. Um, All right. One other game I like, NFC North game we mentioned earlier, Vikings at Panthers. Panthers are only given one and a half points. I'm not convinced the Vikings are good. Good good for you. You fluke win against the Lions. I don't like them at all. I'm taking the Panthers minus one and a half at home in Carolina. So the way that I'm going is Vikings. I'm all about our neighbors to the extra north. <laughs> I I love Kirk Cousins. If you've ever listened to the show before, 
Um, yeah, I go. I'm going Vikings all day, all night. Harrison Smith has a pick six to win it. Go Vikings! Ah! That's incredibly dumb. I like the pounding of the desk there. Really send that one home. It was an accident. Could, I hope you guys could hear that at home. That's all I got, Bill. Just those two games. And only because I, I ask every week and you've already answered it. Any other games catch your eye? Absolutely not. Like, I literally I literally have no idea what week it is. Back to you, Dan. All right. We want to talk about Everton. We want to just get into Toffee Corner, Toffee's Corner. Well, or are we breaking that out in its own segment? Oh, it's in its own segment. Take it away, intro. For the first time in podcast history, we welcome you to a segment within a segment within a segment this is toffee's corner exclusively on zero doinks everton fan for my whole life it's toffee's corner football it's soccer time you know your history it's enough to make your heart go Toffee's Corner, exclusively on Zero Doinks. Oh my god, Dan, uh, one of my favorite parts of our last episode was the fact you were a week early, possibly, with the Everton game. Uh, Dan, do you have any comment about that? Yeah, I, I'll admit I uh, I got confused. I didn't look at which Sunday the uh, our, t- our boys in blue were playing. I was very adamant they were playing this past Sunday. Turns out the entire league was off this past weekend. So uh, I was testing all of you, so I assumed everyone knew. Did you know last week and just didn't tell no. me? Okay. No, I, I didn't know until uh, until Rick had a, uh, a very hilarious – parlay and i saw the date on the everton game like oh i wonder when when dan doik's gonna pick up on this and it wasn't until sunday morning when i was trying to search for the game i believe it was sunday morning i was like yep definitely (laughs) i'm a week early on this one so i still have that everton bet in place with the bears winning this past weekend so that hit also have the Sox winning the series and everton so we'll get to the Sox part but uh, we'll just reiterate here. Uh, Everton is playing at home against West Ham, uh, playing this Sunday morning. I promise it will be it will happen this Sunday morning. Uh, Everton. I don't know if the odds have changed since last week. They were slight favorites, plus one fifty five. West Ham plus one seventy. A draw, plus two thirty five. Uh, so that's going to be an easy win. I think I said three nothing. I think you have two one. If I remember mm, right from last week. Uh, no, no. Oh, no, you changed? No. I, ch- Did- I changed my pick because I got confused. I know you said West Ham, but I thought you said East Hen. So I'm changing <laughs> my pick. Uh, Everton, uh, Moneyline, and um, uh, I would take the minus three and a half. Also, I would I would okay. sprinkle. Oh, wow. I would sprinkle okay. both. Yeah, sprinkle both. Th- if that covers, that'd be very good for our boys. I think they would be on top of the table for sure. Um, that's all I got for Everton specifically. Are you caught I, up on Ted Lasso? I am, but I, I, I have an additional thought real quick on okay. Everton. That's definitely my own original thought. Oh, so okay, Dan, here we go. if you wouldn't just mind giving me just one quick sec. Okay. I wish you would. Uh, 
Dan, I've been lost without Everton during the international break. <laughs> I'm hoping all the boys come back healthy and they're ready to pick up. Give me sense of straight that they're ready to pick up where they left off. I can't wait for Sunday when the Hammers come to Goodison, another homecoming for our old boss, David Moyes. But we won't be taking it easy on him. That's my original thought. Who? David Moist? Is that what yeah. you said? <laughs> um, Moist, I believe is how you pronounce it. Moyes. Moyes. Uh, Brother Dave, help me out. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you for your thoughts there on You're welcome. that. You're welcome. Uh, David Moist, fuck you, man. <laughs> we always hated you. Yeah. Don't. You're not welcome here. You're, you're not, not welcome. welcome. You're going to mm-hmm. hear it Sunday morning. Oh. Definitely not this past Sunday, but this coming no. up Sunday morning yeah. in Chicago will be morning. I don't think it will be in no. uh, Manchester. I don't think so, but yeah. we're not big time zone guys. Uh, Ted Lasso, yes, I I saw it uh, today. Actually, the the season I assume is season finale, right? Yes. Did you see it yet? Yeah, we hate West oh. Ham. Okay, can we let's talk about it? If you haven't seen it yet, thirteen uh, oh something or other in this segment, feel free to fast forward to the next segment. We need to talk about it. Let's talk All right. about it, okay? All right. We'll pause. Why don't yeah. you skip ahead two minutes? Let's make it quick. Okay, two minutes. Dan, go ahead. What are your th- What are your thoughts? Because I'm still heated. You go. Yeah. Go. Okay. Hate West Ham. Hate Nate. That guy sucks. What's his problem? What's his problem? He's just being a little bitch because he's not getting all, all the, sp- the spotlight. He sucks. He's an asshole. He got Trent fired from his job not really uh i know that's your boy your big trent crim is that his name from the big independent time. uh big time. in general the season didn't like it as much as season one it was a bit too serious but overall still a good show like it love it they're back in the epl which is great hate west ham hate nate i hate that guy don't like his face okay yeah let's start there um I literally, I still, I feel an unbelievable, hate is the right word. I feel such hate toward Nate. Ted Lasso gave him a chance. What He said he felt betrayed when finally Ted Lasso, what is he talking, did I miss something? What is he talking about? Do you know what he's talking about? Nope. No. I think what? he's like just got, he's such low self-esteem that he's just reading the room wrong constantly. I don't know. I'll be honest. I, I kind of missed the message there as well okay okay so i don't know yeah. it's like a jealousy okay. thing that ted's a dumb american who can't figure it out and nate seems to think he's the fucking hottest shit ever it clearly worked because he's coaching yeah west ham who's currently ninth on the table oh. in real life yeah Good luck there, Nate. Nate got unbelievably gray, by the way, also in a short period of time. Can we can we say that? I think that was intentional, right? Because at the end, he was like almost white-haired. Okay. Like right? intentional, like he's been going. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, like they're coloring his hair to make him look like he's stressed out. You know, like presidents. Uh, like that happens with okay. presidents, right? Their hair just okay. goes real gray. Maybe. Okay. 
I don't know. Maybe. I felt like I felt like he was going so unnaturally gray that it was supposed to be a part of the story and not just okay. the actor's actual hair going gray. <laughs> yeah, it would be weird if it was just the actor and they and they nobody noticed. Basically, that would be yeah. incredibly weird. All right, fine. I will grant all of your points 100%. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of things. Uh, Sam, are, we're pretty glad Sam is gonna gonna stick with with not our boys in blue, but our boys on Ted Lasso. Right? We're pretty excited yes. about that. Okay, yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. He's is he actually good though, or is it just a thing? Because he's boinking the owner. Spoiler uh, alert. You mean is he at the actor? Is he actually good at soccer? Good at soccer? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Is Sam like? Is Sam a guy you'd want to protect from from leaving your your team if you're trying to get back to the Premier League? Do you I think, think he's so. that consequential? Yeah. Okay. okay, he seems too nice, just in general. Okay. He's like Chris Bryant, like nice guy, mm. a lot of potential, too nice. What do you think of the uh, the bartender, the barmaid? Uh, I don't think that that sounded sexist. But what's uh, lover? What do you think of her? Yeah, Sam. Huge fan. She's great. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. Great. Okay. Anything Jordan's, else? We Jordan's walking now. through here, and she has oh, not hey, seen Jordan. the last episode yet. She oh, may have shit. fallen asleep. Jordan, sorry about that. Bill says sorry. Thanks for driving us home last weekend. By the way, really appreciate it. About telling her that she can't hear you, she can't hear you, she can barely yep. hear you. Uh, we probably hit our two minute mark here, so I think we did. All right, this has been Hams and Bread and Spreads and Toffee's Corner all wrapped into one. Thank you so much, Dan. Your research is always very well appreciated, even when it's a week off. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ted Lasso. Football is life. This concludes Hams and Bread, America's favorite sports wagering segment, which includes the segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads, and the segment within a segment within a segment, Doffy's Corner. Thank you for listening exclusively on Zero Doinks. Love the toffees forever. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Bears Fantasy Corner. We are here. We are farmers. All right, Bill. Thank you, Farmers Insurance, for sponsoring Zero Doinks this week. Uh, I don't think we mentioned that at the top. They're a new sponsor. Thank you, Farmers, so much. Farmers Fantasy Corner. Uh, Also sponsored by John Lithgow, of course, as we all know. Okay, Bill. Good news. This week, we actually, our fantasy picks actually got fantasy points. They scored this week. You had Kyleel, Kyleely Hart Herbert, who had seven and a half fantasy points. I had Allen Robinson. We didn't really talk about Allen Robinson too much. Did we even mention his name? Um, Not too much, no. I liked his catch, his, his catch over the head, very strong grip on the ball forward. I was yep. worried it was going to get punched out. Um, yep. 
he needs to be more involved. I like the Mooney's sort of the number one guy right now, but we we need a Rob, uh, a Rob with four fantasy points. You win again, so you are three one and one. I think. No idea, Frank. Help right. us out, buddy. Yeah. All right, so this is where my notes stop for this evening. So we're gonna wing it from here on out. So Bill, give me your pick. So it's funny that we've been dancing around this guy all night. We've been doing the cha-cha to his right. We've been doing the waltz to his left. He is a guy that I think deserves more attention from us as fans, possibly from the front office, possibly from Bill Lazor. Pew, pew. His name is Allen Robinson II. I'm going to take him for the first time all year. I think he will explode against our hated rival, Green Bay Packers. He will have 15 yards receiving and two touchdowns, both in the red zone. It's going to be great. Oh, and he'll also have a two-point conversion uh, converted, so he's going to have 12, 14, 15, 15 and a half points. Allen Robinson II is my pick. Dan, how about you? Good math there. I like that. Um, I'm just going to go on the other side. I'm going to take Mooney. I feel like I've, t- I've have I taken Mooney before? You probably have. I, I don't, don't know. know. One of us has. Uh, I think Packers are probably still worried about a Rob consider him the number one. So Mooney's going to be running all over the field. Take Mooney. He's going to have seven touchdowns. Three of them are going to be passing touchdowns for a record <laughs> 150 fantasy points. So take Booney. You won't regret it. No, I've never let you down before. Dan, speaking of Mooney, do you know, uh, are you at all familiar with Paul Mooney and his comedic stylings? Uh, yes and no. I know who he is, but are they I related? I, You know, good question. Huge fan, though. And oh, I would okay. never have known of him until Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. And then I talked to our, uh, our guy, uh, Lamont Doinks, that we've referenced a few times hashtag Gus Johnson and uh, I think he might know him because he knows everybody I think he's responsible for pretty much every joke any of us as a human being has ever told Paul Mooney is in our head that's all I'm hmm. saying and I, I give credit to Darnell because of that Paul Mooney's dead right I don't think so but I could be wrong Frank help us out again Frank this is Bears Fantasy Corner this is where we rely on you uh, no he was he was one of um, Richard Pryor's like he was the main writer for Richard Pryor Paul Mooney has been alive recently <laughs> I have I have terrible news for you Bill oh no oh no he died uh, in May of this year oh. that, that's what I thought I was like I feel like it's fairly recent May I missed 19th it. yep that hurts. That legitimately hurts. Yep. He was 79. Had a heart attack. God damn it. Sorry, buddy. Well, the heart wants what the heart wants, I guess. <laughs> well, I feel a lot better about my Mooney pick playing in his honor this week because we said so. Um, Dan, who had a bad week in fantasy football? <laughs> Let's segue to that. Taysom Hill. Well, we'll get there. Uh, Paul Paul Mooney had a bad fantasy week. Okay. God, God damn let's it, go. Paul. Why is let's he dead? Go. Come on. God damn it. That dude, that dude should not have died ever. That guy, for 79, he looks better than I do, and I basically just turned 40. 
Uh, I've noticed my stomach has grown a bit. I think, do I drink too much? Do I eat badly? Dan, do you have any, do you have any advice? Do you have any health advice for your buddy Bill over here? I need some help. I need some help now. How did we go from Paul Mooney to <laughs> your stomach in Bear's Fantasy Corner? How did all of those mesh together? Because I didn't think Paul Mooney would ever die, and now that he died... I'm in a bit of a panic. I'm in a bit of a tailspin, Dan. You just fucked with me. You well, didn't. His uh, death did. It's not your fault that he died, obviously. Well, let me let me take this in pieces here. Uh, first of all, I'm happy to check out a book on nutrition or something at the library. I mean, nobody should ever be looking to me for health advice. I mean, just fucking look at me. I know if you're listening, you can't do that. But Bill's looking right at me. Don't. Don't. I, you shouldn't be listening to me. Uh, second of all, you know who's not dead? John Lithgow. So let's talk about the John Lithgow Holly, fuzzy Hollywood star performers of the week this week. Sorry again about your loss of Paul Mooney. Uh, Justin Herbert leads the league this week at fantasy points, 53 of those fantasy points. Tom Brady, 52 fantasy points for uh, his old ass. Gross. Uh, Josh Allen came in third with 43 fantasy points. Holy shit, the Chiefs, do they stink? Yeah, I think Bottom they might. of the division. Oh, my God. What happened to them? Is Andy Reid dead with Paul Mooney? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Probably Chiefs might stink, though. That's kind of funny. Uh, Patrick Mahomes wife going at fans online chiefs fans to basically tell them to shut up great great move great move she's she seems like a handful her and (laughs) mahomes brother doing tiktok videos dancing and shit that looks real stupid when your guy loses in terrible fashion. I'm so, I'm so, literally those two references. I have no idea what you're talking all right, about right now. All right, I'm we'll, so we'll out talk. Of the loop. We'll talk about it af- offline. Okay. His okay. brother, it, his brother sucks. He's What's the worst. Jackson, you know Jackson, Jackson Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes. Oh, he's the worst. He's like the typical, like what you would imagine of like my brother is a famous NFL quarterback, uh. and I'm just riding the coattails. He, that's him. He sucks. Does he um does he spell his name J A X S O N? Oh, he might as well. He sucks. All right, let's move on. Uh, another just this just caught my eye as I'm looking at it. The the performer who finished fourth this week is another guy on our waiver wire in our league. Davis Mills finished what? fourth with 34 fantasy points this week. How about Fuck. that? Rook- he rookie he from was, Stanford, right? Yeah, he was a bottom performer last week he was a glad performer last week so big swing there for him all right speaking of which the Taysom hill trash performers of the week presented by glad uh i want to say that Taysom hill got hurt this week he did he did so he did yep maybe i should hold my shitty comments about him what's what's going on with him no he um no actually i think this will make you feel better or worse i'm not sure I think he left with a concussion on a cart, but he was sitting up on a cart. All right. So I don't know how that makes you feel. Well, all right. Uh, I don't want him to to get hurt. I'll give him a breather this week. I hope you feel better, Taysom. That stinks. Mm. He he did have one fantasy point, though. Um. (laughs) Don't hold back, Dan. This is not – there's not a lot of BYU – 
Taysom Hill fans on this show. No. Don't, don't feel like you have to hold back. Speaking of which, I know this isn't Hams and Brad. I had a pretty hot parlay going this weekend, and BYU was oh. my only loser. So shame it. on me for taking BYU. They were like 10-point favorites, and yeah. they just straight up fucking lost. So to Boise State, right? Yeah, fuck them. God damn it. I know. I'm, I'm upset about it. it. No, uh, I, I think you always go with Boise State at home. Or, I'm sorry, BYU at home. In yeah. Provo, got the fucking mountains around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have been with you. Sorry to yeah. that's shit right. on your parlay. Okay, all right. that's fine. I blame Taysom for that one as well. And sure. Jack Wilson and his terrible mom. Um, no negative players this week, according to our website, which feels wrong. But I'm looking as I'm looking at it now, no negative players. So... Taysom Hill is the only trash performer of the week, which is sponsored by you, Taysom Hill, and Glad. Glad, thank you for sponsoring. And don't forget, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Make sure you use Glad to throw away your Cornish hen bones and shoes with buckles. And while you're wrapped around the table and you don't want to talk politics, talk about farmer's insurance. Bum, ba da ba da ba 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 all right, that's it, Bill, for Bears Fantasy Corner, sponsored by Farmers Insurance. There's only one insurance. It's Farmers. Hire the guy that coaches drums on, what's that movie called? That he's a drum oh, teacher? It's a great, yeah. It's a great movie. Super intense. No, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? No, didn't see it. You strike me. This one, if there's... You're you bat a thousand in every category except for I wish that you knew all the instruments and you jumped in on all the songs. And this is an example, Dan. Right here, right now. Be a drummer. I want you to be a drummer, Dan. I feel like you, you should want be an me incredible to be, drummer. Become yeah, a, a drummer. drummer. I would do it. Yes. Yeah. I want you to be I want you to become a drummer. How do I do that? You gotta buy some skins and sticks. <laughs> And Out. some maymays. <laughs> Where the hell am I going to put a drum set? You see my basement right now. The walls are falling apart. My sump pump's not working. I can't just <laughs> casually put put a drum set down here. Yeah, get a kid. And I'm already get I'm already getting yelled at because I'm talking too loud doing this podcast. I, I can't doubt imagine that. if I'm just banging drums down here. Mm-mm. No. I, you know what? I, I'm open to it. I'll just tell yeah. you that. I'm open to it. All right. You could, because I've seen you dance. You have rhythm. I've heard you sing. You definitely are musical. And you have a lot of energy that you don't know how to use all the time outside of this podcast. You're the perfect drummer. You are. You, why haven't we thought of this before? Dan, you're the Zero Dunks drummer. Are you familiar with, uh, there's a guy, I think he's Italian. His name is Silvio. Uh, it's I, if you look at him up on Instagram, it's like Silvio Experience. He's a shirtless man. He's got a pot belly, uh, a lot of belly talk in this segment. <laughs> he look it up. He's got like long hair. He's very sweaty, and he plays at like rich people parties. I think this is a huge shout out to Joe Doinks. I don't think he's yeah. never been on. But anytime there's a new video of this guy, he sends it to me and basically says it's me. Uh, okay. I think it's Is Silvio. It no, he's oh, terrible. But he 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 has such a high amount of swagger that he believes that he's unbelievable, and he's just like 
moving his fat body around and just banging drums and spraying water everywhere and people are (laughs) eating like pigs in a blanket just staring at him like what is this guy's deal so I think it's Silvio experience and that's that's me that's what I would do and that's been the running joke with Joe Doinks is that would be me so you bringing up drums that makes sense okay yeah um yeah, you would have to go shirtless, and you'd have to show off no your un- unbelievable tattoo that you showed me last Sunday. Uh, yeah. We're not going to talk. Yeah. We're not going to explain. No, we're not. It. We're, we're not. No, we're not. You, we're not. If, we're not. If you want to see it, you got to see it in person. Yeah, yeah. We will not go into incredible detail. Dan, this has been Bears Fantasy Corner, sponsored by Farmers and Glad and John Lithgow's Hollywood Square or Star. Hard to Star. say. <laughs> Thank you so much for all your research on Davis Mills the Fourth. You're welcome. Rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm, like, pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Oh, my God. Big Ten Minute. Uh, It's almost basketball season, and um, I think there was at least one football game this past weekend that involved Iowa and uh, a team that they beat late. I don't even remember. Dan, uh, tell me about Minnesota Gophers football while, while I have you on the horn. All right, let's do it. <laughs> You're killing me tonight. I love it. Uh, Gophers play this weekend. They were off last weekend. They host Nebraska at home. Uh, excuse me. Uh, 11 o'clock kickoff Saturday morning. Gophers are dogs at home. They're getting three and a half points against Nebraska. What am I missing Bullshit. here? Nebra- Nebraska Bullshit. stinks. Yeah, over-unders 48. Uh, you're going to take the Gophers. They're going to win that game. I don't. I don't understand that at all. Once again, America, stop putting your faith in the fucking Huskers. They stink. I know they played a close one against Michigan this weekend. Uh, that stadium actually looked pretty awesome. That looked like it was a, a rocking good time for you corn fuckers. But, yeah, you're going to take the Gophers. Trey Potts, they're running back. He, mm-hmm. I just looked. He's uh, undisclosed injury. He's out for the year. Uh-oh. He spent some time in the hospital after the last game. I don't know. Nobody knows what's going on. COVID. Doesn't matter. That O-line, Bell, you could rush for, even in your current uh, state of maybe having a little bit of a, <laughs> holding more weight than you would like. I think behind that offensive line, you could rush for at least 78 yards a game, two touchdowns. So okay. uh, you're going to take the Gophers, love it, lick it, stick it, row, 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 shove, shove, shove. That's fantastic. I'm glad the Gophers are doing great after a bye week. Uh, Illinois still bowl eligible. They are two and five. (laughs) (laughs) They lost to Wisconsin on homecoming. Whose idea was that to have Wisconsin on homecoming? That is outrageous. They did not score a point. Uh, Brandon Peters was benched due to an undisclosed injury. Uh, Wait, was it really an injury or I don't undisclosed know. bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad talent. It may, it may have been undisclosed bad, just undisclosed <laughs> bad. 
Um, That's what's going on the injury report. Bad. Yes. That's like the equivalent <laughs> of shoulders. Bad. Yes. Bad. So it's funny. I was talking to Phil Senior before uh, it was Saturday morn before the game, and we we're both like, I feel like Wisconsin stinks, so we have a chance. And then I said, you know what? We have a third stringer that uh, transferred from like a D2 school, which I think Michigan State has their starter from like a D2 school that's leading them to a top 10 uh, ranking. And I thought, we might want to start that guy against Wisconsin because I think Peter, no offense to Peters, I want to love him, but he stinks. No offense to Art Sitkowski, I want to love him, but I think he stinks also. I think it's time for that guy to come in. Okay, Illinois has a bye this upcoming week. They are three-and-a-half-point dogs against the bye, and <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go bye. Minus three-and-a-half is my pick. Just kidding. Uh, Hugh, still love you. Hugh's mom, still love you. Illinois, like I said, bowl eligible. Don't give up the hope. I just want I want four wins this year, Dan. That's what I want. And we still have Northwestern on the schedule. Easy win. And uh, one other team that will hopefully give us a win. Oh, Minnesota. Don't, don't Minnesota. say Minnesota, you yeah, fucker. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. No, if they lose, uh, Minnesota loses Illinois, you just fire PJ on the spot. Just fire him right on the spot. Uh, well, good luck this week, Bill. <laughs> the bye. <laughs> they could be real <laughs> sneaky on <laughs> Bye, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't see any of the Illini game, but I was sort of monitoring the stats as I could feel Illini fans melting down on Twitter, and that was a Matt Nagy-like offensive performance. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Not great. I think your guy, was it Peterson? Your old, um, he was a, a coach yep. at Minnesota Tony when you Peterson, were there? Peterson, asshole. <clears throat> I, yeah, you know what? Honestly, I've seen nothing out of that guy that suggests, like, uh, visionary of any sort. I want him out. I want him fired. I want him I want him gone. Tony Peterson, eat my ass, kiss my grits, and suck Dan's balls. You yelled at him once. Suck suck him. Suck him. Support it. Support all that, buddy. Fire Tony Peterson. Let's get that going on Twitter, please. That's a big hashtag. Just fire Tony? Like how do we how do we cut that down? Hashtag. Fire, fire TP. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think we got it. I think we nailed it, buddy. I do too. Um, a couple other thoughts. Iowa beat Penn State. I could not remember who they beat going into the segment. Congratulations to Tim Doinks. I, I do feel like, I think we touched on this a little bit last episode, where Iowa fans feel surprisingly restrained for a team that's now number two in the country. Yeah. Like, I would expect Tim to be talking so much shit right now. Why Why aren't they? It's very confusing. What's up, Iowa Bones? I I think it's I think it's flipped. I have a buddy this week that just told me he booked three hotel rooms in Indy for the Big Ten championship in preparation of going to the uh, actual uh, playoffs this year. So... I, I think Tim is cautiously optimistic, but I feel like it's starting to flip where Iowa fans now have talked themselves all the way into it, only to get, prepare themselves to go to the Big Ten Championship and lose by 70 to Ohio State. So <laughs> uh, it's just kind of setting up perfectly. I <laughs> okay. think Tim it, okay. but I think Tim is there. I think Tim it has that in his mind still, but I think okay. about ha at least half of the Iowa fans I know are like, 
we want Bama. But Alabama lost, yeah. so all the way. I don't know. It's it's going to be fun to watch. They're, I was going to beat the shit out of my Gophers, which is going to be horrible, but I was going to lose in horrible fashion, and I can't wait to see it. Okay, that's fair. I, Tim, honestly, I have... Like, you're such a dick during hoop season that I honestly want to fight you with my own fists, and I haven't punched anybody basically ever. I'm very soft. The fact that you have showed such restraint, uh, I guess I respect, but it also makes me a bit sad because if I were in your shoes and Illinois football was ranked number two in the country right now, I would be crowing so hard. Like, I'd be the most annoying person on earth. Okay, speaking of which... um, I, I mentioned basketball season is very, very soon. Hunter Dick- Dickinson, right? Hunter Dickinson, center on Michigan. Um, big trash talker, sophomore. I kind of respect, I don't like him, obviously. I'm an Illinois Hoops fan. He said at uh, Illinois, it was, it was media day, not Illinois media day, Big Ten media day. He said about Illinois, he said, you know what? He's like, I like Kofi Coburn. Of course he says that because Kofi fucking owns him. And he said, I think I like Andre Corbello. Don't really know him. And he said, you know, Illinois basketball, I feel like uh, they haven't been great in a long time. You know, who do they think they are? He said, uh, I like Brad Underwood, but the Illinois fans, annoying. He said they're annoying. And I totally agree with him. (laughs) I totally agree. However... Because I'm 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 the king of the annoying Illinois basketball fan, uh, but fuck you, Hunter Dickinson. Yeah. For, but but I also love it. Let's fan the flames of a rivalry, baby. Let's do it. I'm on board. I love that he said it. Couldn't love it more. All right, great. Yeah, <laughs> I like that you just own it. You just own it, and your response is perfect. Fuck you, Hunter Dickinson. Good for you. Uh, we can't talk about basketball yet. Uh, Not yet. It's too no, early. You, you just talked about your team being bowl eligible. We can't be. They are. We can't they be are. jumping. Yeah, bowl I know eligible. they are. I know yeah. they are. So we can't be talking about basketball yet. I'm sorry. Okay. It just can't happen. Okay. One more piece. This isn't really basketball related. It is like <laughs> on the outside. Uh, my daughter, you've met her. You mm-hmm. love her. She's lovely. I love her. Yeah, she's great. She is going to audition to do the um, national anthem at an Illinois basketball game this year. Whoa. And I just want to wish her the best of luck. I'm going to send in a video this week. Same. Wow, that's awesome. Good yeah. luck to her. That's great. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hell yeah. She could do it. Well, if they don't, I hope so. If they don't hire her, then. Yeah. What I'm do gonna we do? Cur- I'm going to curse Illinois basketball forever. No. Dan. I'll Dan. do it. I'll no, do no, it. No, no, no. No, think D- about don't an let alternative. It no, Dan. I'm sorry, Dan. It's out of my. It's out of my hands Dan. at this point. <laughs> it's out of my hands. It's in Brad Underwood's hands. Make the right decision, Brad, because I assume that's who decides. <laughs> Could you imagine Brad Underwood kicking back, just you know, a bunch of auditions of mm-hmm. mediocre singers? No, I can't see it. No, nope. no, nope. that's then you just lose the loyal again in the tournament if you do that too soon. Oh my god, Dan! I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking go to Donner's Grove and murder you right now. But I love you at the same time. Hunter Dickinson was so right. He was. He totally was. <laughs> this has been the Big Ten Minute with an annoying Illinois sports fan. Zero dogs.
Bye-bye. Fuck you, Hunter Dickinson. And now, as the White Sox prepare for a huge Game 4 against the Houston Astros, a word from 670 The Scores, Layla Rahimi. Oh my goodness. The White Sox just might be destined for the World Series. The more handsome member of the Zero Doinks podcast seems to think that this is going to be the case. Happy playoffs to everyone. And shout out to the Zero Doinks podcast. Here we go. Hams, Hams, Hams and Ted. 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 Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Yep, metal. Hey, everybody. Here we go. My favorite intro, I think, out of all the hot songs. The here we go gets me every time. All right, Bill. Baseball talk. Um, I'm just gonna shut up. How you feeling, buddy? Okay, so I I have a lot of feels. First of all, thank you, Layla Rahimi, for kicking off the segment. I may have edited a few things from last season. No big deal. Not a huge deal at all. So uh, White Sox play the Astros tomorrow, 107 Central, or is it 137? Hard to say. It is Carlos Rodon, lefty, a bit dingy, against the Game 1 starter Lance McCullers Jr. Uh, It's in Chicago. Things are going to be hot. It was suspended or postponed from today. A little bit disappointing, but that was a good call. There was... Very wet clouds throughout Chicagoland, and that was the right move. Rob Manfred, you look like a rat. You look disgusting. You look like you don't shower, and your teeth look black. Um, Okay, the White Sox are in Dusty Baker's head. Thank you to Ryan Tapera. Dan Doinks, we'll go to you in a second here. He's a former Cub. I assume you saw the quotes, but I should not be presumptuous. Um, He pretty much... Okay, so he he had he had two innings last night in the game that lasted five hours almost, and he he rattled off six Astros in a row. He struck out most of them, and he called the Astros out for being cheaters after the fact, and that shocked the fuck out of me. But I loved it because all the Astros have to answer to it, especially after a um, a day off that they did not plan. So I love it. I think there's no downside. The White Sox might lose the series. They might lose tomorrow on Tuesday. By the time you listen to this, they may be eliminated. It's hard to say. But the White Sox have uh, they have a heartbeat, and I love them. I love them. I flat-out love this White Sox team so much. I really do. Um, I'm going to be a bit heartbroken if they lose to the Astros. I'll be honest. They've They've won me over. That crowd was electric. I'm rambling, Dan. I want to kick it to you as a neutral guy. You're a Cubs fan. Uh, I don't even know if you saw a minute of the Sox game last night, to be honest with you. But give me give me your general thoughts. You you and uh, you can hear me. Baseball play baseball is a mean bitch. Baseball playoffs, like you can just hear it out of my. I'm just I gotta kick it to you. I'm in pain already, Dan Dykes. What do you think? I know I I, think, I don't know if I've said it to you. I've said it to other people. Baseball is just it's just a mean sport. Like if your team's gonna lose, it's the slowest death ever. It's horrible to watch. It's getting cold outside. It's gray like today. It's just sucks if your team doesn't win. I I I'm rooting for the Sox. I saw it off and on last night. Then it went on way too late because there were eight thousand runs, so I didn't see the end. 
Ryan Tapera, uh, he was a, he was a good pitcher for the Cubs. I mean, he was fine. I love him calling out the Astros. I mean, there's no way the Astros could be mad about it. I mean, they got off so easy after all of that. And, I mean, it feels like there's something to it. They seem to hit real well in their own ballpark. So I wouldn't put it past them to cheat. I mean, are they cheating? But you you said it. The, the Sox are on the ropes here. They literally got nothing to lose. So it would be it's good to do a little little mental nudging with the Astros because if they're in their own heads about oh now we got to show them up and you know overexert themselves tomorrow in an attempt to just mash the ball instead of just putting it in play that's a, that's a win for the Sox so I want to ask you Bill if 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 you know the Sox are going to lose would you rather have it Ugh. tomorrow in a blowout or would you rather have it go to game five and lose like a close close game in the ninth it's a great question it's something i think about more than i should as a 40 something year old man um i was mowing the lawn today <laughs> thinking about the white Sox, thinking they were still playing because coach Cuse and i were texting each other we saw that uh tickets for game four had nosedived because people weren't gonna want to wait out a potential uh, rain out right and so I, it, all my thoughts are about the white Sox, as they have been pretty much the last five days and uh kristen doings i'm sure is not pleased about that but that's okay no big deal um fantastic question game one and two did not hurt that badly because it felt like the white Sox had little chance game two they they were up but then they gave up the lead so fast it you know it didn't feel like much um no, at this point, you know what? Just give me all the pain. I I want I want game five. I want game five. I do. Even if it loses in catastrophic ways, like I'm in it at this point. I, I don't want the season to end tomorrow, Tuesday, with game four. I want to see a game five. I want to see an elimination game with uh, Larusa, your boy, against Dusty Baker, who fucked up last night so hard with his bullpen decisions. I love that. I think he's choking already. So I I just want to see I want to see all the pressure on Houston game 5 even if it doesn't work out I just want a chance even if even if my heart's broken it's already a quarter broken after going down 0-2 That's fair. All right, that's fair. I'm I'm root I'm rooting for the Sox. I I'll, I baseball's better if the White Sox are in it. Um I'm trying. I it's hard because I I want to uh I don't want like I want to text you or other or my other Sox friends and I'm like being genuine when I want to talk about the game but I feel like cuz because I'm a Cubs fan it's like leave me alone you're trying to troll me. Um, no. I did it. Yeah, so it's not I can it's tell, not that at I all. I can tell I, you you've been you, I could tell that um you haven't reached out as much as I would have expected, and I know why. So that's funny yeah. that you say that. Yeah, I totally because that's how I felt when the Cubs were making their run a few years ago, where it's yeah. like I don't want to, I don't want Dan to think that I'm trolling his ass because I, I don't yeah. care if the Cubs win or not. That'd be great if they won. I don't. It's not yeah. gonna ruin my life. So I'm with you, buddy. I understand. I I haven't. I did enjoy the first two games. Just the hate for Tony Larusa. 
uh, which is obviously I was on board for the Sox fans <laughs> just shitting all over him, which was which I got a lot of pleasure out of. Yeah, but it was deserved. Yeah, Sox win tomorrow. They're winning the series. They're gonna have the momentum going back to Houston, and I think they win the series. So uh, I'm all in for that. I'm all in. Yeah. So best of luck to you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. No, it's funny. I mean, Liam Hendricks said it after the game. He's like, no, White Sox. He like guaranteed White Sox in five. <laughs> I just love. I don't think I've supported a team that's been this cocky ever, so I just love it. Um, I always feel like I'm on my heels as a sports fan, so uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Pardon that very weird belch. <laughs> very nervous no, feels, belch there. Oh, my God. Is there any – because even like NFL playoffs, you're nervous, obviously, single elimination, whatever, NCAA, same, whatever. But there's something about baseball because I think because the games are so fucking long, right? There's no clock, so it could be a, it could be five and a half hours of just you're getting you know something put in your anus without your permission, right? I think that's it's a, it. It's a slow death. It's horror. There's yeah. nothing fun about it. The 2016 playoffs, I didn't enjoy a second of it until it was over. <laughs> I hated every second of it. I'll be honest. I didn't lo- I didn't have fun. It was terrible. And it took probably five years off of my life. So, uh, which was in the end it was, though? it was worth it. But I think of this all the time. The Cubs were so close to losing that game seven that that would have, I would not watch baseball anymore. I'd be done with it if that happened. Cause you get all the way to the end there to break the, this, the streak of losing seasons without a championship. And then to lose in that fashion would have broken me. Whereas, like, the Bears get all the way to the Super Bowl and lose in horrible fashion, you know, you didn't spend, you didn't spend, like, an entire week of dealing with stressful games. It's one week, one game. You, it's just quick in and out. It's terrible. Even the Bulls runs, like, I never felt that way. Basketball doesn't feel that way. Something about baseball, it's slow, and it's just tiny cuts here and there. I hate it. I love it though. But I, it's funny. You say <laughs> yeah, you say you hate it. I say I love it. I love I just for the same the exact same reasons that you just described it. It's like it's there's such a weird romance about it that but it's like a romance where, you know, you're getting cucked basically. You see yep. you you see the love of your life just, you know. I am not even I'm not even going to continue right. that sentence. Thank but you. But it's yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. It's it's unique to baseball. It's very much unique to baseball. Well, I'm nervous for you. I'll just I'll say that. I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous for you. I, I still, can't wait. Please know if I'm if I'm reaching out to talk about the Sox, I'm not trolling you. I promise. Thank you. It's good to know because I'm not saying it crossed my mind, but it might have. A li- <laughs> like 10% of me thought, hmm. Only because of Tony La Russa. It's not your fault. It's Tony La Russa. Hey, hey, TLR's fault. No, I want, yeah, I want Tony, yeah, whatever. We don't need to rehash anymore. I hate Tony La Russa. <laughs> if they lose, I'll be thrilled that he's in pain and everyone will shit on him. But not for you. I, I more want you to win. And I do like the Sox team. I just don't like them. Oh, they're awesome. I love them. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully next week. If there is a Hampson Ted, that means the White Sox are still alive. If there's not, that means I need to give him a postmortem very briefly in the outro. Go White Sox. Fuck you, Astros. You're a bunch of cheaters. Dusty Baker, 
why do you wear gloves and giant wristbands and a mask when nobody's within 36 feet of you. It's very confusing. Go White Sox hams at Ted. Stop cheating, Astros. All right, we're going to wrap this motherfucker up like we do every week. This has been fun, Bill. You've been the real MVP tonight. Uh, What do you want to talk about here, my friend? Well, Dan, first of all, I want to give some thank yous before I forget because I'm a bit in vibe. Thank you, Hams. Thank you for your generous sponsorship as usual. Okay, thank you, Coach Cuse. Your musical skills never cease to amaze with both the intro, some of our bumpers, and the outro. Thank you so much. Thank you to my daughter, the aforementioned daughter, who will hopefully be doing the national anthem at an Illinois hoops game this year. Thank you so much, daughter, for being mine. Thank you also to the Average Cheese Podcast. Thank you, Ryan Nall, for participating in this episode as well. Thank you, Layla Rahimi from 670 The Score. Thank you, Rick Fieldsman, for your contributions that Dan and I just received via electronic mail. Okay, Dan, I have a question for you, buddy. I have a calendar reminder to ask you about your participation in the 2021-2022 season of Intramural Hoops for Gray Balls. The season starts in November. Your softball season, with which you made an excuse for earlier (laughs) in our season that Rick Fields been called out via text, and I loved it so much. I don't I honestly I don't know when the league kicks off, I'll be honest with you. That's Coach Keyes' domain. But Dan, straightforward question. I am Dan Weederer. You are Matt Nagy. Are you going to be on Gray Balls defending our title? Go. Uh I'd s I'm still a maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was a bit flat. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'll show up every once in a while. I'm not a mm. full commit. Put me on the reserve team. Practice squad. Can I be a practice squad guy? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I'm training you may be for next. Picked I'm up training. by another team, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm training for the next softball season. That'll be uh, every uh, Tuesday night. When are we playing? I don't. I don't know. I, I think I, it's I'm, Wednesday. I think I'm it's making Wednesday. shit up. Um. I yeah. I'll probably be there. I don't know. I don't know. I know it was also on my calendar as well, so I knew this was coming, but okay. I don't have a statement prepared. What's your, um, if if you don't mind me digging deep, what would be your your hesitation, Dan? Like what what would skew it All right. to a no versus a yes? Shoes. Okay. Basketball shoes would be okay. one. Okay. Uh, two. I think you landed on this before. Not not keen on wearing a mask while playing. Okay. Um, three. Uh, feeling real old. Okay. Four. Peanuts no longer has hams. Wow. This is a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um. What if we all wore like, like the weirdest, like most giant masks of all? Like, if it wasn't just, like, your typical, you know, hospital-grade like, mask, but, 
the shield like a Halloween wore, mask. Yeah, yeah. If we all wore a shield, I think I'd I'd consider it. Okay. Uh, Coach Cuse, challenge has been laid at your feet. Um, okay, that's fine. Hams and not being at Walnuts, totally, totally respect that. However, I don't know that they're anti us bringing our own hams in. Do we know that mm. to be sure? I don't. We don't know, know that. that to be sure. No. Yeah, that feels like a Rick Fieldsman phone call waiting to happen. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not a full commit, but I'm. I'll be there every once in a while. What's your uh, What's your shoe size? Thirteen. <laughs> men's or women's? <laughs> the left is a women's. Okay. All right. Um, Rick Fieldsman, please go on dhgate.com <laughs> immediately. Let's, let's get let's get Dan doing some shoes that he'll never oh, forget. Oh yeah, dhgate. Those shoes should be here about about mid March. Yeah, that'll help me out big time. What was your other objection? We already we have masks covered. We've got I'm just we've got old. hams and nuts. Just oh, old. old. Yeah, yeah, not much we can do about that. Although I nope. feel like you're. You're among the the youngest. We need your youthful blood, to be honest. That's a problem for the entire team. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hmm. I don't That's like all I it. got. I need, just give me more deep. Just send me the schedule. I'm sure right. I'll show up. Coach Keys, that's on you. Um, do you think any of us are going to fit into our jerseys from two years ago? Not since Paul Mooney died. No, I don't think we will fit into those jerseys, Bill. We all got thick after Paul passed away, which was breaking news tonight for me. So <laughs> that's that's a bit of a problem. Okay, all right. Um, what I hear from you, honestly, you're in. You're absolutely in. That's what I hear. I'm sorry. I I don't have great ears, but I think you're on gray balls this year. You are. I think a, yeah, a way to look at it is I'm not all the way out. Right. That's it. Yeah, you got it. We're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. I I got a similar reaction from uh, the aforementioned Lamont Doinks, and I said, hey, you can be a player's coach. We'll only, you know, we'll use you when we need you. But I feel like, could you be his assistant? And we'll probably need you. What do you think? Sounds like a real uh, Zeke Bratkowski uh, event mm-hmm. from 1973 mm-hmm. when he had to be a backup quarterback. Yeah, I could do that. Something like okay. that. Yeah. So you're the you're the assistant player coach. Assistant We're cool with that. To the coach. Yep. Okay. All right. So we just have to get you some shoes, basically, at this point. Yep. That's all we need. Okay. And a shield. And a shield. Oh, and a shield. You're right. Yeah. Okay. 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 And hams and peanuts. Oh, that's the least of our concerns. Oh, okay. Honestly. Wow, a lot of confidence there. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All have right. you ever met? You've ever met my pockets before? <laughs> no, and I don't plan on it. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll happen. Uh, any other thoughts before we close this motherfucker out? Yeah, the uh, Chicago Sky are in the WNBA championship. I can't believe we waited this long to talk about it. Of course. They're playing so well. I think they're up one game to nothing against the Phoenix Mercury. 
Um, you know, Rebecca Lobo has been playing really well this series. Um, and other basketball players. Candace Parker, I know her. She's on the sky. Uh, are you? Which game are you going to? Did they play? Um, did they play at Rosemont? Did they play at the place Wind that Trust. the uh, Windy City Bulls play? Is that Wind the Trust Arena, no. the oh. South Loop? Okay, that's cool. That arena looks pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, yeah. I I would go watch a game in the yeah. finals. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Will Super you go to the parade? Uh. Only if the Bulls were on parade would I go. Oh, speaking of the Bulls, Bill, I've Ooh. looked at that schedule multiple times. I cannot locate a loss anywhere on that schedule. The Bulls the Bulls are going to win the finals this year. Yeah. They're going to the finals. They're going to hoist the trophy. We talked about this uh, in between segments, but Big Ten Minute could be dead very soon here because our team's a stink. We might have to have a bull segment because they look so fucking sexy. Well, it could be a partial Big Ten minute because Io DeSumo is so fucking good in, in preseason. Yep. Uh, he pretty much closed the game out last night against Cleveland. Is that accurate? Yes, I don't remember who they correct. played. Okay. Correct. He hit a shot with 40 seconds to go to take a one-point lead, and then he iced out the Cavs with another bucket with about 10 seconds left. And Zach Levine said after the game that, holy shit, this guy's the real deal. He's not scared of anything. And he said something kind of weird, though, too. I don't know if it was a compliment or an insult. He's like, I never met a rookie that asked me as many questions as Io does. Oh. Is that a compliment or is that an insult? No, I don't think so. I think it's a shut the fuck up move there <laughs> through the media, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest loser in all of this bull stuff is my my Kobe White jerseys from DHK oh. could not be more worthless right now. Those are yeah. worth absolutely nothing at this point. Yeah. So uh, trade them. That yeah, they probably should. If it gets IO some play, I'm into it. I'm into it. This bulls bulls are going to be awesome this year. They are. It's, they're going to be fantastic. Um, our uh fantasy hoops league kicks off tomorrow with our auction i may or may not forget to log in so hopefully i remember that's the problem with yahoo no offense to yahoo none taken (laughs) (laughs) none taken at all dan anything else for the good of the group or are we just gonna fly high into packers week with jf1 as the wings beneath our wings and wait did i say wings beneath our wings or wind what did i say i don't know whatever you said was right and you can raise me up up on eagles Okay, I think that's good. (laughs) I felt that in my medulla obligata. That cleared my lungs. That felt great. Bill, this has been fun. You're the man. Good luck to your socks. We're going to have Bears, Socks, Everton, all winners this week. Boom. Let's do it. Parlay all of those shits. 
Dan, this has been a pleasure. I love you. Thanks for bearing with me throughout my weirdness. And I appreciate it. You're a friend for life. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So sorry again about your uh, loss, Paul Mooney. So uh, good luck sleeping tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. Zip dogs, go bears. Oh, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Eat my ass, John Gruden. sound amazing darren well i'm fucking half cut so it's, 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 a, it's a good friday to be i also have a trout pond still going in my pants apparently yeah. thanks matt nagy <laughs> he dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white and red
down and 